I've never seen Cake and Aurora in the same room. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a Cake's Edge Sona. Oh my gosh, I wish. I wish Edge it was Sona. as cool as Aurora. <laughs> Your mullet Sona. <laughs> oh, please don't make me laugh too hard. Hi, <laughs> I'm Milk. I'm Cake, and with us today is a very special guest. Me. Lemon <laughs> Fox. It's <font>. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got Lemon Font on the show today, the the last time guesting on an episode. Soon, soon. Lemon, I don't know if you noticed this, but just by happenstance, you happen to be on like every 10 episodes. Like, I think it started like 73, 83, now 93. Mm. Mm, happenstance, <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> just can't put up with me for another 10 like nine more episodes that's all it is <laughs> yeah yeah no i i didn't notice it until like recently i was like oh, wait it might have started before the sundays were you on episode 63 i don't know it, uh, it's hard for me to even remember like what happened last week like it's just a, like some type of fisting blur oh you should go get that <laughs> checked out if you can't remember <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if you don't remember being fisted, talk to a physician. Um, and an attorney. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, speaking, contacting help and, and law enforcement, uh, this is Nymphomercial, the podcast that reviews hentai both enthusiastically and regrettably. A lot will happen. It might be your own erotic blur, but remember... You did this to yourself. So, Lemon, what do you, you have for us today? Uh, so today, my lovely viewers of the Nymphomercial podcast, <laughs> available at all good podcasting venues. <laughs> oh, especially the Good Pods app. The goodest pods. Uh, yeah. The bestest pod, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so today we're going to be going over a comic that I recently uh, written and completed all by myself, all me. Uh, that is the sequel to uh, my first clown comic, Nickels and Change, and it's going to be Nickels in Public. Um, so today we're going to be going over it page by page and giving you some insight into the sort of production behind it and what I was thinking, what choices I made, and... Hopefully, if you're a fan of this series or just want to know more about comic um, production, I hopefully this um, episode will be of great insight to you. Yeah, which, like, I mean, I don't think anyone doesn't know this already, but, like, I'm all of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, we draw that crowd here, you know, yeah. hopefully. What's super cool about this today is, I mean, I've made it clear that like you're you're my favorite like erotic comic artist. And oh please! <laughs> I mean, literally, our our like episode five was like our celebration of like, oh, we have one hundred downloads, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm going to spend an hour just nerding off about Lemon Font, <laughs> um, and here we are, uh, like ninety episodes later, we were in like the twenty thousand downloads, and you're here. But uh, the thing is, is I haven't seen this comic. I, ha I haven't read any of it. You're just Fake going. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <big laughs> fan. But uh, I, it's been so hard over the last year not to read this because like I'll, I'll go to our like resources to to find up hentai and it'll be like right there. I'll just see that skeleton. I'm just like, I can't, I can't <laughs> click it. I can't go. You're just like, nope. You know, I kind of relate to that. Cause like, I do like, I don't like, um, episodic updates. I do like seeing a thing completed. That is the ideal, 
uh, environment to appreciate any media, right? Because I'm like watching Demon Slayer right now and it's killing me watching it episode by episode. I'm just like, <sighs> I, you know what? I, I have to disagree saying it's the ideal because uh, generally I like to binge. But one thing I think was really good episodically was Gravity Falls, you know, mm. that that like uh having to wait and like think about the mysteries oh, well i'll say this i started watching gravity falls right before season two came out so i binged season one and then season two i watched episodically when it was more mysterious and they could get away with a like less kid-friendly stuff like demons bleeding from the walls uh, <laughs> so i don't know i feel like some things are are better waiting but i couldn't imagine comics being like that like i'm not a big uh like serialized comic fan the one i really want to read snot girl i'm like just waiting till it's all done (laughs) because like i can't do that sometimes it's nice to edge though so you (laughs) know (laughs) yeah are you a penguin Um, but yeah, yeah, back back to our our content in hand that uh, I'm just like itching to get into. Uh, do you have tags for us? Uh, yes, I guess. Well, maybe what does um eHentai tags put this as? Oh, okay, because like they're the tags on the eHentai gallery for Nicholas in Public is done by the community, mm-hmm. so they're not like ones I've decided, but rather they have decided. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've ever like mentioned e hentai's like tag system before, but it's really nice because it's up and down voting. But they're all like specific tags. Like you won't see like big boobs and big breasts as like different tags, you know. So it's like yeah, yeah. They get condensed. Yeah, they all have like defined definitions, and there's not like it's what's not it repetitive. called redundancy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you'll see things that it's like big breasts, huge breasts, but those there's like there's a distinction. About that. Yeah, there's a fine yeah. line between big and huge. Uh, I did go and check it out. It, it's cla- classified as Western. Western, yeehaw! yeehaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Nicholas in public. Shoot, yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel like this tag is like maybe a foreshadowing to like the next one, Nichols and uh, West. Oh, that'd be cool. Nichols goes west. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I was like, we'll guard do it like back to the future. Just go to the cowboy world. Just yes. for no reason. Yes. Lemon told me not to reveal this, but I've got to share with you all. <laughs> Nichols is actually like the new Ernest. Like there's going to be all these Nichols comics. I'm like, Nichols scared stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love Nicholas Scared. I'm not Nicholas. Ernest scared stupid. Uh, got that right on my tongue. Yeah. That'd be good. I think I should do that now. Nichols gooses are bumped, like you know, all the all the classics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or if you have it up, you can read the the tags. I don't want to take over here. Let us know what other ones you think belong. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, language English. So so far, you know, we have we do have a Spanish version of Nichols and Change. Um, so that's just for our, all our Spanish readers out there, I guess. But yes, the tags for this is big breasts, which I don't know. What what do we classify as big and huge? Is huge where it's like uh, beyond what could fit in a bra, I think. I mean, they make pretty big bras. I, I would say big is like more. I, I never want to use the term like realistic because like I actually <laughs> know women that are like 
the anime body that's unrealistic. Like, I know people like that. Um, Mm. And I think it's rude to say that's unrealistic because it's like, well, now you're just like telling people they're not real. But I think (laughs) big breast is like more common figure of like maybe up to like double D's or higher while still being on like a slimmer frame to whereas like huge is when they start kind of going to like twice the size of a head or so. With no back pain. Yeah, yeah. And then there's hyper, which is like, that's the kind it's like, I don't think they could lift their own body up with that size. I I guess I should mention that uh, eHentai does actually have a tag definition option. What? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And under artists, if you check tag definition, some of them will actually lead to that artist's Patreon and such. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. We're learning today. Uh, yeah. Ehentai also has an RPG format if you're logged in where what? you can encounter random monsters. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it kind of goes above and beyond <laughs> hentai gallery. There, there's even like a community like currency that you can use to like get translations. It's so much cool stuff on there. Mm. So I don't know how much we're allowed to talk about this website, but it's got some cool things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I guess getting back to the tags. Uh, so big breasts, I guess they define that as generally large breast East breasts to be as big as the person's head okay. consistently. So, okay. I mean, I think Nichols definitely breaches that a bit. So I don't know. It's This might be a, a your mileage may vary kind of uh, tag, I feel. But the next one we got is breast expansion, which I feel is just in every comic I do, just incidentally now. <laughs> well, not the Tales and Sephiroth one, right? Well, it, you weren't reading co- close enough. <laughs> oh, no, I need to go back, check between the scenes. <laughs> big titty Sephiroth, you know? <laughs> uh, but then I guess the big one here is the clown tag. So mm-hmm. anyone with uh, cholerophobia has to leave now because this <laughs> yes. is what we're going to be diving into very heavily. Uh, and I guess they put a tag for glasses, which I respect because, you know, I'm I'm a big fan of just glasses in general. I think it's a, a very refined taste for a fetish, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Us, us yeah. people with glasses are just a little step above, I'd say. <laughs> Built differently. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Built a little blurry. <laughs> and then I did just notice they do have the huge breast tag here. So I guess nice. maybe some someone here had large or big breasts. I don't know. I, I can't remember. Well, because she, she, I guess you could say she goes from big breasts to huge breasts in the expansion. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, <laughs> like if you took that page out of context, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of the last Nichols comic, you know, because again, haven't gone through this one so oh, okay this is a fresh experience yeah and then the last tag they have for this is transformation which i feel is just a general mainstay of most of my comics because uh, i'm a big fan of transformation is a general like genre yeah you know? yeah you've got a lot of like uh transforming to like demons or clowns um yeah. tentacle monsters <laughs> all the big fears you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. did we talk uh, about where that interest in transformation came from previously i'm trying to remember i don't know want to yeah. leak it all yeah we want to know uh, i guess it's just uh you know disney was a weird place in the <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think like uh, the first time i noticed like oh this transformation is 
um like doing stuff for me <laughs> uh was back when i watched uh, that bartok sequel do you know <gasps> bartok? yes yeah yeah so uh, knows what I'm talking. yeah 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 that's when i was like <laughs> why do i like this so much <laughs> yeah i had a similar experience too and that's part of how i realized that i was a furry so yeah 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 so i think from there that's when i was like I think that's kind of cool, you know? And then when I was older and more like sexual active, I was like, oh, I think I know why it was cool. <laughs> I have to, to Google this. I don't know what Bartok is. It's the movie's called Bartok the Magnificent and the main villain in it, she drinks a potion. She turns into a dragon pretty gradually. And yeah, it's very like someone had a fetish. Someone that worked on this had a fetish. So, oh, this is Bartok, the bat from Anastasia. Yeah, yeah it's the sequel yeah, to yeah. Anastasia, the direct-to-video uh, sequel. I've never off. seen this. Uh, yeah, not many people have, but like, it's the, what was the, her name? Queen, Queen Ludmilla? Yeah, Ludmilla. Ludmilla. Uh, yeah, she has a very... Uh, well, hold uh, on. How do you describe L- it? <laughs> hold on, did you just say Ludmilla? Yeah. yeah. Lud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As but in not, like, not spelled L-E-W. Well, like, it's like a legitimate, like, Russian name. Okay. That's just, that's like a, just a coincidence. But yeah, okay. maybe it was purposefully chosen. I don't know. I have questions. <laughs> I guess for Milk and anyone who hasn't seen it, it's basically a scene where uh, our villainess, like, takes like a vial and then drinks it. And then she slowly turns into like a dragon. And I guess for one part, like her breasts are like emphasized. Yeah. I've seen this clip though. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's ridiculously horny. It's always funny because there's like clearly times where people like will dub like kind of horny things into kids cartoons which like i don't know not really cool but then there's other times where it's like not horny but it still has the same effect you know it does make me wonder about the like intentions of the animators or whatever because i'm thinking like did they just like do this and didn't think it would be like misconstrued to susceptible minds yeah, because you look at something like Totally Spies, and that clearly unlocked a lot of fetishes for people. <laughs> and like, you have to know that was like something the creators kind of were like on the, the case about. Yeah. I can't wait to see what the new season is. Um, oh my god! Although like they were never like teenagers, they're they're always like I think they're early twenties, like college students. So it's like not as weird. Yeah, they probably kind of knew what they were doing. Mm. But then you have something like Alice in Wonderland, which I think was created completely like non-sexual, like um, coded. Um, oh, no. It wasn't. I have, well. Yeah, I have notes. Uh, Lewis Carroll was probably a pedophile. So, but, you know. Uh, well, I mean, and the there's always a bit version. of I know, but I mean, based off the source material and based off of the old Alice films and stuff, there's always been a bit of like tinge of naughtiness of Alice in Wonderland. So, you know. Maybe, maybe mm. I just like try hiding it because that was like my favorite and I was For like sure. just trying to blind For it sure. out. But yeah, I, I will know that like Alice's is growing and stuff had a big impression. And like, I don't know, I don't feel like those scenes were made to. I mean, there is that one like where it's all zoomed in on her like foot and stuff. 
I was just Ugh. reading a, a list today about, um, <laughs> ironically enough, about scenes in animation that like people were like, oh, like that kind of turned me on. And one of the scenes that someone described was Alice crying a lot. They're like, oh, all that liquid really did something for me. I'm like, what the fuck? All that, all that liquid? <laughs> yeah. Question mark? Yeah. Well, okay, so... I kind of understand this because there's a drawing by PWC Sponson where it's like this girl and she's like kind of straddling her bow. And and this is like one sketch they did like forever ago. Um, I don't think it's like even a full like drawing, but like you can tell that there's like this implication that this girl is like kind of in this like big pool of like her own like fluids. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. That kind of idea, like, even though it's tears instead of, like, something else. (laughs) She's sad. She's sad because she's so big and she's not at home. She's scared. (laughs) (laughs) You're jerking off to that, you monster. (laughs) With the current state of things, like, sad and horny are pretty similar. Like, you experience both a lot of times. That's true. (laughs) You kind of move between two uh, states very often. Yeah. (laughs) But that person should go read Alice in Sexland because they don't show it, which is weird because like it's it's one of the more like fantastical parts of Alice in Sexland. And it's kind of I think it's odd that they did it off scene, but it's implied that Alice comes so much when she has a dick. It fills the entire room with <laughs> and like bursts the door open. Oh, my gosh. It, like, pulls out. But you never see any of that. <laughs> I feel like we were robbed of a, a really cool scene then. Yeah, yeah. And it's the only time I can recall something like that happening that was like very over the top. And then also the only time something was really like off screen. Mm. There must have been some reason it wasn't done. But anyways, (laughs) uh, we're uh, kind of all over the place today. That's fine. You know, it's just jazz, baby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So uh, to to get into this, do you want to tell us about uh, your cover issue? Because the last... Nichols comic had a cover similar and I understood the purpose of that kind of being like oh this is a comic where nothing weird happens <laughs> yeah yeah um definitely uh to go over like the cover a bit um not to spoil too much about it but this um there's generally like um a sort of a metal concert theme going on here that's what I wanted to sort of like mm. show off with the text and such and then also the skeleton Skeleton, uh, skeleton on the cover is also a reference to this one uh, art I did of Nichols, where it was like the first uh, color picture I did of her, and I thought it would be like an iconic pose, but uh, you know, my, uh, up to for people to figure that out. Basically, like a Nichols skeleton there, and then the sort of like the red dot would either be like you know misconstrued for either a blood stain or a clown nose. So yeah, that's what I was just going for there. Um, it definitely, it feeds into what I was trying to do with the beginning scene where it's very like, people for the second time um, know this is a clown comic, but maybe people who don't know uh, probably think this is a bit more of a severe and more uh, horrific uh, intro, you know? I mean, assume, again, don't know this one, but it was never like clown horror in the, <laughs> the first one. I remember you kind of like explaining you wanted to avoid that sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't really use too much like nightmarish, nightmarish imagery here. I think I straddle the line of like you know just unsettling, but still you know not nothing too terrorizing here. Yeah, 
Yeah, so the skeleton's really the, the scariest part. <laughs> so, so it's not like just to flex being like, I know what a skeleton looks like and I can draw one. Oh, uh, I should, uh, in case anyone does ask, I don't know how to draw a skeleton. This was a 3D model I generated in Clips um, Studio. <gasps> oh, wow. Cheating. <laughs> and, and here I was about to start counting the vertebrae, you know, see oh. how many. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just that talented. Yeah, you know me. I got it. A natural in the bag. (laughs) I I was gonna say, uh, this does answer like the question: like, are her hands and feet the normal size? But ooh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to give that away. No, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I still get DMs about that all the time. (laughs) How big are Nicole's feet? (laughs) You just show us the feet pics. (laughs) I need to know Lemon Font. Uh, so now I feel like, you know, before I was always sending like our fans to try to like commission you for car porn. But now <laughs> just like we need someone to commission you like a picture of like Sonic and Nichols interlocking toes. But with, oh, like, my no gosh. <laughs> interlocking toes. I just want to see Nichols wearing flip flops for the okay. summer, please. I think I'll, I think what I'll do is I'll put the flip flops over her clown shoes. <laughs> 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 That's, that's how oh. I get around that. Damn it. <laughs> it's got to be so fun working with like a, a clown and just like the, the possibilities are endless. Mm. Yeah. Should, shall we shall we actually get into the the honking uh, of the content here? Uh, yeah. So um, after the cover page, we have uh, page one here where it's a close up of uh, someone's face and the microphone and then the count in. Uh, very like ominous imagery, very, you know, like kind of don't know what's hidden here, very obscured, you know, and that's what I was trying to go for here. A bit of an unsettling imagery. Yeah, very rough line work here with very like strong light source kind of bleeding in with the, the hard contrast. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, so we got like a bit of a, it's a bit of a subversion, more or less, you know, not to spoil too much, but like not the, the whole comic doesn't look like this, <laughs> you know, for anyone who's curious. Uh, and then we go to the next page, which I like fully done up and, you know, oh. uh, yeah. very, very sketchy, very just like, what, what is this? You know, like, this isn't the clown comic. Where's the big titty clown, you know? <laughs> Where's the clown? Just a big rug pull in terms of tone. Um, and then we get introduced to sort of like these figures and, you know, you can closely observe that they are like, you know, holding instruments or musical instruments. So you might think like, oh, this is just like some sort of a, a metal show. Then we get introduced to each of the cast, but it's using like a sort of um, uh, like a sort of stage name for them. So we have our first figure with uh, called Death Without Prejudice. I hope I did like the metal writing effect pretty well. So I hope it's, it's amazing. Like, very incomp- incomprehensible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still legible more so than some of the death metal albums and uh, like, that just I've looks been like a, a collection of sticks thrown on the ground. <laughs> that meme. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you did a really good job of balancing legibility and style with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then so we get introduced to most of the characters. One of them is a bit more familiar than the other ones. And then the lyrics I picked for this one, this one took so long to think about because I wanted the song they were playing in this first page to be something about sort of imposter syndrome, Oh, which is like a sort of a semi theme of this comic, I guess in a feeling of you like you don't belong or to be found out somewhere. 
been looking for so many songs and the one I did settle on was uh, a song Our Carsonal by At The Drive-In. So I don't know if you're familiar or heard that song before, but basically it is the first song of the album, Relationship Command, and it's basically a a song about Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so just even more unsettling imagery about like, this man who's like hiding in the darkness and taking victims, you know? And I wanted to sort of allude that a bit to like imposter syndrome, but I guess like to have some sort of facade. That was the only song I could like think of that like fit the tone of the unsettling um, harshness and sort of like to give like a sort of a prelude of themes to come here. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes so all of you listeners can go like listen to it in the background really low as we like go through the episode. <laughs> Oh, of course, yeah, and like, and it's also just to give like a sort of a, a tone of performance of what of what the music sounds like as they're playing it as well. I can almost hear it just with these visuals because like everything uh, on our like I don't want to say silhouettes because the the shading implies form, but they're like cross hatched to no <laughs> other, and oh, this is definitely like pushing that like um, intense like rough style you you throw in. Uh, on certain like panels and stuff. I don't think I've seen it so much all in like one page in multiple panels. It's mm. it's very wild. <laughs> Uh, if it was up to me, I'd make a whole comic like this, but uh, <laughs> they they don't get that much attention just yet, or at least mm-hmm. maybe I'm not at the level where I can like pass that off. Uh, well, maybe maybe in the future, you know, hopefully. Um, so then we've got our lyrics and then performance, you know, we've got rags on the guitar with like an electrical electric look in her eyes to simulate that. And then we have Lord of the Bats playing on the drums. And then we have Thur on the bass, which I was trying to make like a sort of haphazard uh, connection to Thor, you know, but also reveal the name of this uh, silhouette as well. Yeah. Is this our protagonist uh, from the last comic by chance? Is, is And yeah, if we go to the next page, boom, just a big like tone shift in terms of color palette, everything. And it looks a bit more familiar at this point now. It feels like, okay, th- I did click on the right um, page, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, there, there he is. Uh, I, I, I love the, the recognizability, but like still all very metal in the, the first page. <laughs> <laughs> I like the the use of the sound effect zwang. I don't know. It's just like a nice like feedback noise for yes. me. So I, I like that. Yeah, it's it's giving me uh, flashbacks to the noise concerts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, you know, we have this tonal shift and we just zoom out, I guess, visually, proverbially, tonally, everything to see that it's just a metal performance and the performance has ended therefore we have resumed to normality and then in the foreground we see uh, two figures observing the show and then as we go down next we introduced to our first character na- by name uh, diane wexford Pryor, 26 uncontrollable and she mentioned that she was just doing a sound check and they want to see what the manager of the midnight idiot the club they're performing at uh, thought of it Another thing to point out here before I pass it over to you uh, <laughs> is that uh, we still keep the convention of uh, all of the characters are named after comedians. So we have Diane Wexford Pryor is named after Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Burr is named after Bill Burr. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he does have a little bit of like Burr aesthetic to him, you know, with the, the shaved head and everything. 
Yeah, yeah. I was trying to go for like Anthony Fantano with this guy's look here. Um, but I think if I put the glasses on him, I think I'd get too much obvious comparisons there. Yeah, it, it feels like a nod, but not just him, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also another thing to note is uh, just a cute little Easter egg I put in here is their band is called The Gladiators, which is a reference to the fact that the clown theme that everyone is very familiar with by Julius Fusick is uh, called Entry of the Gladiators. So, Oh, look, wow. Look at me. I'm 500 wow. IQ <laughs> planning Hook, here. You know? Slow down. <laughs> Can't keep up with you. Yeah. I, so so as you're going through this page, I was looking at some of these like pre-planning like sketches you did and like reading about, um, you know, our, our first character that was introduced here and how like you have like notes about like her and her relationships. It's, it's cool to see the like thought because you know you don't just like throw a character in and it's like and now they be horny and kiss it's like they're (laughs) characters they have dynamics and like who they are yeah definitely i mean these are non-sexual participants of this show um or this comic and i feel that a lot of people tend to see characters in comics and be like oh okay so they're gonna be in the orgy right (laughs) you know i'm just like not not quite necessarily no you know I, I am curious uh, when when I went to animation school, I learned like that there are like character sheets that have like information or like character Bibles. There'll be stuff like what's their favorite food and what's like a bad experience and like stuff that never actually comes up or surfaces. But just to define characters, how how like much do you put into these characters that aren't going to be like part of the sexual experience and like going further into the comic, but still like fleshing them out because i'm already seeing a lot but i'm I'm just wondering like what else there isn't in these like few notes you sent me oh okay um i guess to give a bit more background these are sort of very loosely based off of um some moderators in my server oh Oh. that's cool so they're very very well known friend of mine and all the people i don't want to give too much information about them but um they're very much like based on the personalities i've uh, noticed with them and sort of like just a general like quick summation of their tone and such Okay. So that helps in the character creation ability. So when I think of the characters, I kind of like, oh, well, what does this person remind me of what they would do in this situation? Yeah, you you can actually answer those questions because you've interacted with who they're yeah. based off. That's, right, what you that's know. pretty cool. There we go. I, I will just say with this like first page, like back to the, the kind of standard style that we're going to expect for the comic, mm-hmm. I like how you've like made her all sweaty because like, yeah, they were performing, but there's just it's like, you know, when you see a furry draw like hands or teeth, <laughs> even if it's like a regular person, like, you know who that artist is just seeing her sweat. It's like, oh, th- this is this is an erotic comic. Like, you can already kind of <laughs> This tell. is a yeah. horny artist. This is horny sweat. You know how well they draw the mouth or the feet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Def- I mean, yeah, that's I think that's kind of. Uh, given there but i don't i don't think it's the right panel or like shot to show that she is going to be a participant i feel if i wanted to say like this person will be participating in like sexual acts i would have gone with like a full body shot to yeah. so like you know we see the proportions and all that sort of stuff and i don't really count the first panel as that because it's very like you know the first panel shot of a hentai comic of the character is just sitting very idle full frame very like you know get a good look and all that sort of stuff you know yeah I do like how we see our future clown here just like cut off um, just just her chin. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and just to, I guess one more thing I wanted to point on before we quickly move on to the big star is I want again I want to cement the concept of imposter syndrome or the feeling of not quite belonging. Mm. And to do this, I made that like the band members um, are already in like these like cr- classic like rocked out poses, and we see Arthur just like you know <laughs> kind of like calmly sitting there, just to sort of like show that you know this person isn't quite associated with the rest of this band yet yeah you know and that kind of, kind of like cements this like slither of an idea into the theme of the comic um but moving on straight ahead uh we get to the actual star of the show uh Nicole williams um still 23 <laughs> and i realized that as i was reading this back to back i was like why was i why was this the only character i made reference of her age <laughs> this time around i'm just gonna put my thumb over it just not gonna look at it yeah there we go it doesn't count doesn't count it's actually just her last name his last name is 23 yeah <laughs> oh williams is her middle <laughs> oh please don't call me miss mrs uh, 23 that was my mother <laughs> Yeah. And so I'm really excited about this page because I always wanted to do like a mid comic title reveal. I always thought that was kind of a cool yeah. thing when you see it in like comics and I always wanted to try that myself, but I didn't really get like an ample opportunity with other projects to do this. So I thought I'd just show this here and I thought, I think it looked come out really nice. Yeah. It looks good. I, I, yeah. I think it's really great that it's like next to the character that will be Nichols. So mm-hmm. very fitting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And again, to establish, um, sorry if I keep repeating this, but the whole concept of imposter syndrome. Um, we have Nicole say, oh, I thought it was good. And she says, I think I got it. You know, there is a sort of like a slight disconnect here with the characters. And I'm just trying to establish that to set up the sort of the crux of the emotional um, focus of this comic. Even the background work really plays into that because, you know, our first pages of like everyone is very like metal and everything is very like synergetic of like the flames and the scratchy like illustrations and stuff and the coloring all like works together. And now, you know, this kind of also works together, but for a much cooler tone of like this, like just dark gradient background and very like lower muted colors just kind of really play in this like the softer feel and a disconnect from like what was happening at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely want to establish that just to sort of um, prime the audience, I guess. Um, So then we get like a bit more exposition about exactly what's happening. And it turns out that Artie, our um, best boy from the first comic is. I I think you meant to say bass boy. (laughs) Bass boy. There we go. Bass boy. (laughs) Based. (laughs) Fucking based. Uh, absolutely based uh he is like sort of uh going to be applying for this band you know and i wanted to make sure that they looked very cool and i guess you know a very like childlike interpretation of like when you see a band and they sort of like look ephemeral in some sense and they'll look way too cool for you you know just to sort of like emphasize this part here so we have that they are the information that they're going to be playing a show tonight and well, you know, the opening act has bailed on them, so they're going to grab some records from um, a store to play for that set. So, you know, they invited Nicole and Artie to come along, because Artie's going to be playing, obviously. Nicole's going to be coming as well. And then we get introduced to our other characters. We have Rin Dangerfield, um, who's on the guitar, and then we have Martin Hicks, 
uh, who's on the drums. I love um, the notes for Martin say that he's big into bats, which I can relate to that. I like bats. Too. <laughs> I want to be his friend. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a he's a simple boy, you know. <laughs> he likes he knows what he likes. Yes. <laughs> so is he like not going to be buying the new Aussie NFTs then? Uh, I hope nobody does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, yeah. I, I love the, these notes in the comic of uh, Rin has probably killed someone and Martin probably hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a quick, like, you know, a summary of their character to sort of mm-hmm. get you, like at least a bit primed and such. I always love those character descriptions where it's like, tell you any real concrete fact about them, but it is like everything about their personality and that you need to know. Oh, gosh. Like in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, 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 that was definitely my my inspiration for this, you know. Got it. Just a quick tonal indi- indicator for the character there to quickly move along, you know. Because you don't need to know like their favorite food; you just need something to know what someone would say about them. This does this perfectly, but just just to hone in on something that doesn't matter, so you know we can edge everyone listening till we get to the sexy parts. Um, I'm zooming in here and it looks like one of these pillars might have structural integrity problems. There's like some some cracks here. What's yeah, it's just like, you know, your your standard uh, rock venue is always a dive. Yeah, my experience, you know, doors are sticky, (laughs) you know, Um, it's crumbling apart. It's fine as long as the lights are off. Like nobody's going to notice it. It's like being (laughs) in a strip club with the lights on. It's like terrifying. It's just misery and sadness when they're on. (laughs) You see all the the stains and cracks, apparently. <laughs> exactly, you know. Okay, well now I'm worried about everyone's safety. Let's let's move. <laughs> we got to get out of there. There we go. Um, so then, moving on uh, to our next page, uh, page six for all the readers at home. Um, I've definitely dabbled in a bit of like Persona Five style uh, <laughs> GUI implementation here. Mm-hmm. Like it reminds you of like uh, the Mementos artwork from that game if anyone's familiar just to show that they are like moving from the midnight indie at the club they're performing at to the millions ball uh which is just down the street if you look at the little indicating road there i thought that was like a crack in the sky when i first turned i was like oh god it's getting worse but yeah <laughs> nerdy thing about me i love chibified buildings <laughs> Yeah, it's underrated. Yeah, just just seeing them uh, kind of like all squished up and like puffed up with like the the walls going in. Um, there's a comic artist. Uh, what's her name? Future Milk here. As I was editing this, I realized none of us said it correctly. The artist's name is Gerp, spelled G-E-R-P-H. And, and like a lot of his set work will have these like kind of chibified buildings, although they're like building ships because uh, it ah. all takes place in a a little um you know stucky water zone what are those called <laughs> the ocean no no a like bog? it's like a, no 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 it's in an ocean but it's like a stuck cage part of an ocean oh like a, a, an oil rig no no a sinkhole it's, it's, no it's organic <laughs> think of moana it like starts with an acapella aca, not acapella are aca- you think are you thinking of uh, Archipelago? Yes, um, Archipelago. Okay. Yeah, it all takes place in Archipelago. So if you, you want to see some some art, really like uh, you use that as like stage direction a lot. That's a, a good example. But I have a question, Milk. Did you play Neopets? 
<laughs> I, I did say nearly Okay, pets. yeah. Very squishy buildings. Also, Club Penguin had squishy buildings, too. So, you know. <laughs> well, I'm not into edging, so no Club Penguin for me. <laughs> Tip the iceberg. Uh, the, real, the real Club Penguin members never died. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like this design here. It's it's really nice to do this establishing shot to so, mm-hmm. show like the, the city and like the sky setting the time of day, especially with like talking about the mall closing. But then like you show that they went from one place to another with, again, just these cute little chibi buildings. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like them a lot. They're based off of um, buildings I know in real life. Like the midnight idea is this um, one club in Swansea in Wales. And then the Millions Mall is a mall uh, here in Phoenix called Mills Mall. So like they're just sort of like uh, in my mental like map of what they look like inside. That's what I'm like using as reference. That's cool. Yeah, which is perfect for this level of design of just showing off the main features. Mm, mm, mm. Also like how this page for the establishing shot has like the pinkish clouds, but then like the warmer like sunset, which takes us from the last page, which was a lot of like dark purple and blue tones and brings us into the like warm lighting of the mall like it's it's a gradient of color schemes if you were to like see this all laid out like in a strip uh very nice transition yeah it's just very nice and warm i like it yeah so after we get that first panel there um go down to the second panel and we see nicole and Artie lagging a bit behind as the rest of the band members are just slightly ahead of them again establishing a bit of distance um and then which Nicole remarks says, you know, fuck Artie, your bandmates are so cool. So we've established here that Nicole is obviously feeling this sort of like childhood, like bands are so cool, you yeah. know, pressure. And I wanted that to be very evident and like apparent in her language as well. I like the use of, you know, Artie saying, no, is it that noticeable they're that cool? And then she has this like tiny little, oh my God. And then Artie, yes. <laughs> And then she says, like, they're so cool, and you, you're in the Gladiators, you're like a bass rock star now, like Geddy Lee or Flea. <laughs> I hope my audience is old enough to know who those people are. Geddy Lee <laughs> you know? from Rush? Yeah. And Flea from yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers? You'd be surprised. But I mean, we're we're all old here. Like, let's be yeah. real here. We're, we're the old guard. Red Hot Chili Peppers is my favorite band. I almost never know, like people in bands but like how can you not know about flea especially with that name <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's just simple it's four letters you know so this shows us that uh nicole is like really into to rock right yeah or at least a bit musically knowledged for okay. someone at the age of 23 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so some some rock history along with austin powers fandom we're really starting mm-hmm. to see her personality shape up i hope i haven't done that thing that writers do where they write a young character but like from the perspective of them being in their 50s you know so they like come off more precocious than they do <laughs> yeah i i just imagine lemon holding the skateboard over his back as he's drawing the comic <laughs> Yeah, how do you do, fellow uh, rock appreciators? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I also like, and then she says, goes, I feel so lame. I should have worn nicer shoes, which I just realized now I didn't intend for this, but this is kind of like foreshadowing, <laughs> you know? So we'll get to that part when we get to it. But yeah, that's going to be interesting that I, I didn't realize that at the time. It was subconscious. There we go. I'm, I'm always thinking. I'm always in the game. Um, <laughs> and then she does this part where I feel like, um, 
the reason for the emotional uh, conflict or focus of this comic is she says, I'm embarrassing you, aren't I? You know, when she hasn't, she hasn't done anything yet. It's all like very much in her head. Yeah. Yeah. The anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to feel like, you know, still with um, Nichols comic, it's very much like it's, it's about clowns. Yes. But it's very much like tackling real relationship issues and concerns of like, you know, when you meet your, your, your boyfriend or girlfriend's um, friends and you feel like you're never, you know, cool enough or, you know, hip enough to hang around with them. And you sort of like judge yourself in a very unfair way. So I wanted that to be like the focus of this comic here. Yeah. See, I feel like a lot of cartoons nowadays take like all the action, but then also tie it to real life experiences and, and traumas. And that's what you're doing, but with pornography. (laughs) There we go. There we go. I'm a pioneer. (laughs) Truly. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, Artie still being the the base boy <laughs> uh, says, you know, you're fine, you know, and it's all in your head. And she's just like, uh. and then we go on to our next page, which is page seven. We zoom into the the foreground where we see the bands are the bandmates are talking and we're kind of in the middle of what they're talking about. So we have our character, Martin Hicks. Talking about, so then the guy goes off on how fucking Kenny was right. Could you imagine Kenny? And then <laughs> Diane sets up a a joke with saying, that's not funny, Martin. Don't you know he has Ed Zachary disease? <laughs> to which I'm- he replies, oh shit, I didn't know. What's that? And it's when his face looks exactly like his ass. <laughs> I'm screaming. I love stupid jokes like this. <laughs> I I wish I could take credit for this, but this is belong. This joke belongs to the movie Jack from 1996, I think, or four. I don't know if everyone's seen that. Oh gosh, <laughs> no. is is that the Robin Williams movie? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> where. You know, he's a he's a forty year old guy yeah. in a ten year old's body. You know, yeah. That joke is just lifted from that um, movie. Got it. That was like my f- my favorite example of a lame joke. You know, which is the catalyst that always set these comics off. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. You know, we had our Austin Powers joke, and now we threw it back to Jack as well. Yeah. You know, real nighty need- kids rise up. Yeah. You, you know? just need to get one of those dad joke books to pull from. <laughs> There we go. There we go. I wonder if um, Nicole has heard about sock on. Uh, I, I bet her favorite band is Imagine Dragon. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, Imagine Dragon D's nuts. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Love you, Gen Z, Nicole. <laughs> Um, I, I like how you even call out that that like joke wasn't even yours in here. It's like, oh, come on. You've never seen Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that people didn't like think I stole this joke. So I wanted to quickly own up to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we got this like my favorite effect of the anime laser pointer snap thing from like Gohan losing his shit against Cell, you know? <laughs> Are we going to see perfect nickels? Oh my gosh, please. There you go. We we do transition into just like, oh, I just love when you do stuff like this. This like, it feels goopy. And, and like, not just because she's starting to sweat, but just like the, the way you like mesh, like 
rounded shapes with like sketchy lines and the like brushed like color outline and, and just the the gradients of like skin tone and just like this like irregular color it just makes it all like wobbly in like a like a visceral way that i just mm-hmm. absolutely love yeah i'm just a big fan of this effect in general you know like i said if i could make a comic like this i would um but i do like this way that it's sort of like we see that we have established um a sort of descent from the traditional line work and such um and there's like the way that like the character shaded also like the subtle emphasis on the nose like the same place is going to be transforming mm-hmm. from last time you know yeah the, the little bit of redness to the nose now yeah 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 which could either be like the nose turning into a clown nose or like you know when you sort of like try to stifle a laugh and you turn a bit red you know mm-hmm. that's what i wanted to go for um so then we move to the next page and immediately nicole is already on sort of like the awareness of what has happened by like slapping her um, hands to her face and then we see Artie has noticed and the sort of like, you know, there's a bit of a, a penny drop moment of like, oh shit, now. And then also subtle blueness in her eyes as well. And then we zoom out a bit and we notice that this probably isn't the best place to suddenly turn into a big titty clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The middle of a mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the way I sort of like raise the stakes for this issue a bit, you know? So we go back down to Nichols and Artie. He says, and you look like you're ready to pop. <laughs> You know, quick thinking on Artie's behalf here. He says like, oh, you know, if funny things make you laugh, not funny things make you not laugh. <laughs> you know? Yeah, think of sad things. <laughs> oh uh, so- my gosh. These are so good. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just want to shout out to my lovely wife, Drea, who helped me come up with some of these interactions. <laughs> you know? So... I, I definitely know that I want to do the McRib joke myself. Yes. I was one I wanted to go for. But I was like, oh, well, what's the, what could be something else that happened? And she was like, oh, what if, like, you know, her cat ruined her Fenty makeup, you know? <laughs> and then the way we also combine those two in the third panel, where yeah. <laughs> the, the cat has slightly grown up now as well and has eaten the last McRib that she might have got from a different store or a different time when McRib does its, you know... <laughs> harvest moon rotation oh of when it comes gosh. back in style <laughs> i love this because like even in her face you can see like kind of a, a low sadness and then like more frustration and then just like a deep sadness <laughs> it, it's like the the perfect it's like setup of three mm-hmm. is just so good I, I also wonder like what would everyone like sort of like default to sort of like remembering something sad you know and i guess trauma excluding you know <laughs> yeah i didn't want to get too like you know like you know we see like a funeral or something it had to be like something very lighthearted and yeah still keep that like bre- brevity tone here yeah because you know at the end of the day you gotta think of your audience of like you don't want to completely kill the mood it's like keeping the humor up but then the potential like horny times are, yeah. are coming yeah 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 so then you know go over to the next page now you know Page flip noise. Um, <laughs> and Nicole pulls her hands back and we see that, you know, nothing's happened. So it's working. You know, we've got a false sense of relief. You know, even her eyes have gone back to the usual um, dark color as well. But then, you know, we go back to that wobbly tone effect as we see the rip. Uh, it's all gone to, you know, pot at this point. You know, as we get a focus on the feet this time, you know, shout out to all my feet kings out there 
<laughs> and the shoes have like bursted out from the shoes he's wearing, which I, I don't know how that works. You know, it's a comic. Don't think about it. Um, <laughs> Clown powers. Yeah. 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 And and also like a, a nice effect I was like using is also the to find out what the origin of the honk is. And I always thought like it's a sort of like a vocal thing sometimes maybe not but maybe sometimes and the way it sort of like builds up in her cheeks as she's about to let it go and then we get a slight fake out in this next panel where we get the first part of honk and then a sort of slap to sort of like try and stifle it poorly as the entire audience uh, on the mall has clued in onto this just overall panic that's going on through this whole page is is very well done (laughs) (laughs) just like it's it's just the worst scenario ever yeah i should mention this this start of a honk is like very like colorful Mm -hmm. like uh, bright (laughs) tones that we haven't seen besides some of these like little wobbly panels have like started queuing in with her eyes being like very bright Mm -hmm. so it's just a great contrast in general to the established mood and everything you know Mm -hmm. it's uh it's it must be like dreadful to experience if you did this in real life (laughs) There's also that one scene that's a frog eye view looking up to her where we see the first like concrete change of like her eyes are now like Nichols eyes. Um, But yeah, you you can see the clouds. So now it's even set the picture further. We're in one of those like outdoor malls, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I think if I, I I can't remember if like Mills Mall had a sky view, but like I just thought of like little panels in the sky and thought it would just be very pretty. (laughs) <laughs> it is. It, it adds like a nice like texture to to the page, uh, you know, to break up from like just gradients, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so we got a view of her bandmates just looking back at her, um, asking if she's okay. Um, and I like to think of um, I love that one meme picture of like you know when you're at a party and everyone looks back at you and holding their solo cups, yeah. you know, that's what I was going for with this kind of image here. You know, oh, Yeah. You're only working with three characters, but the depth you put into it definitely gives that feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So like very anxious and such. Um, so then we cut back to Artie and Nichols and um, Nicole has like swooshed right behind Artie and his, uh, him carrying the guitar to sort of cover her a bit. And then, Artie has to do all the heavy lifting of like trying to explain what's going on right here, you know? Yeah, the, the defense. Uh. Allergic reaction to a corn dog. You know, who hasn't been there? The- yeah. Relatable, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm allergic to dog. <laughs> I love the, the pop-ins of her, her cheek paint. Yes, so um, I guess that's a good point to uh, establish here that I wanted to show that the clown outfit can be different every time. And I feel like it might just be a bit contextual to what she's wearing or feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. So this is where I first introduced that part of this uh, little gimmick here. Yeah, because before it was just two pink circles. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I like immediately pick this up that it's like implying like, okay, it's not like a set model. There's There's differences and stuff. Yeah, yeah, which I feel is a bit more interesting that way, because then I think it'll get my audience um, thinking about, like, what does the outfit look like? Uh, what does the clown part look like in this outfit or et cetera, et cetera, you know? 
yeah, it really prepares the audience to know that like this is a clown, the tomfoolery, like you never know what to expect, including just the the model of like Nichols and what she'll look like. So exactly, exactly, very, very good easing into the whole idea of of randomness and chaos. Exactly. So, and then we get to the bottom panel, going back to that wobbly style yet again for more high anxiety, <laughs> and then we see the onomatopoeia for the sort of like. Uh, the hissing helium noise that I used in the first one. Mm -hmm. Which, Lemon, I don't know if you understand the implications you have set up here, because, like, helium is a finite resource. You you have to (laughs) develop a a god amongst men that can just produce helium. Is Is that true? I heard that the other day, that, like, the Earth is running out of helium. Is well, that so? yeah. So, so helium is a finite resource, and it's a very important resource. And a lot of people are like, "We're wasting it on balloons." But from my understanding, is the the stuff we use on balloons is a lower grade helium that actually can't be used in things like medical and and science industries. So it's not like balloons are wasting our helium supply that like matters. It's like just instead of like throwing away low-grade helium we're at least like making toys out of it or balloons are such a like environmental waste though yeah they are terrible for the environment but not because of the helium because of the helium yeah let's at least stop that rumor but yeah, yeah helium is very important very finite um so the the power she have could one day save the earth so like you know after all the the nickels does earnest stuff we'll we'll maybe one day get like nickels saves the world's helium supply (laughs) i always wondered about that like sorry to go on a bit of a tangent here but like you know when people point out that obvious about like a superpower where like somebody could make i don't know um like oranges out of their fists or something like that and they're like Mm -hmm. well then they could solve world hunger but i'm like do we just condemn this person to a life of being milked? You know, <laughs> <laughs> just for their orange hands, or like someone. I mean, but it's like giving blood. You can do some volunteer work. I uh, guess so. I just don't want like nickels to be like hooked up to like a plant, just supplying helium for the rest of their life. <laughs> oh, someone would be into that art, though. Ah, uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> oh man, she, she would just be like forced to watch like B grade comedy movies constantly. <laughs> Stop! No more! No more! <laughs> just biodome and let's see what else. Yeah, yeah there, some other there would be like a studio specifically like studying how to make like movies funnier for her, so she produces more helium. Just, just the Polly Shore catalog. Just the Polly Shore uh, catalog. It's fine. Uh, no, don't make me watch Encino Man again, please. <laughs> oh, but but yeah, let, let's hope she never is just milked for her gases. <laughs> Another milk out of context uh, yeah. clip there. Thank you. Uh, so anyway, and then we go to the next page. And this is exactly what I was talking about with the sort of like the hentai introduction panel. You know, we have our, like emphasized our character in this big full body shot, mm-hmm. you know, um emphasis on the crotch and chest area yeah it's like a very much like a voyeuristic perspective yeah yeah there we go cake you're you're so good you got that perfectly for me that's the word i was looking for the cross hatching on like the creases like in the thighs to like pelvis area is just 
so good and like much more detailed than you would see on like pants but it really sets the tone Mm -hmm. yeah yeah just to show our comic has taken a slightly erotic shift you know um so and then this is another part i was really like into that the patterns on her shirt are magically changing now you know they come to a life slightly you Mm -hmm. know i mean if i was an animator i'd show them like doing really cool stuff but this is the best i can do as a comic artist uh, as we sort of zoom into the chest as it's slowly filling with helium. So, yeah. And then we show our nice top there in a sort of like um, performance clown checkered leotard. I, I feel like this is very like fitting of a design already in the sense of, like you said, uh, sh- like show performance. Uh, I mean, from the very beginning, it's it's like all about performance and how she thinks performers are so cool. I feel like this design just really like fits the tone of what's going on really well compared to the original design, which fit the tone of like uh, just them at home on a date. Mm, mm. Yeah, definitely. So like, it's a bit contextual in that sense. And I guess maybe it's subliminal what she'll turn into, you know, that she maybe gets suggested on what to turn into. I don't know. I won't, I won't say (laughs) the the clown Lord dies with me. Yeah. And turn the page. Um, we got a nice full body shot of like a sort of half Nicole, half Nichols uh, transformation in effect here. The comic sans. There we go. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I wanted to focus on in this issue was a more slower methodical transformation, which is a bit more well received by the transformation community. Which I feel like as a sequel comic, you have more leniency to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one I was kind of doing as a bit of a, a joke slash excursion. And this one I'm like kind of taking a bit more seriously. Yeah, but I, I feel like pacing in, in these sort of things are always so important to like what target demographic you're going for. And, yeah. uh, you know, also just the the matter of like, you know, if you're doing this for the fans of this kind of work, it's I would imagine you expect them to have read the first one, even if they stumble upon this and like, no, it might be a sequel. They'll go back and read the first because they're into this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's it's not that you're like doing this pacing from the very beginning of the comic itself. You're almost doing it as pacing as a setup from the last one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so then we go back down to our... Uh, Artie, who is, you know, has to think quickly and says, oh, okay, let's just go. And then awkwardly walks away with her, with his front facing the rest of the band <laughs> as she scoots around where we see the, the, the clown feet just peeking out, very poor attempt at hiding them. And then a slight little honk at the end. Yeah, his onomatopoeia just being like scoot, scoot, but then hers <laughs> is the like colorful little honk. And I love how you just do the diminishing detail of just, making them smaller and smaller as like the camera has zoomed out from the three different panels, like perspectives. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very big fan of, um, I guess it's a video game term, but it's called, uh, was it level of rendering where like as a character gets further away, they get simplified. Yeah. So, yeah. Which I mean, has been a, a major part of animation. Like, like we were talking about, um, Paradot, how, you know, some oh, of her yeah, renders are just her further, you know? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It was already smaller, it's just getting farther away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then we turn the page. Oh, I love I love how the boxes are are less less uniform now. 
Ah, thank you, thank you. So that's why I wanted to go with a bit more like uh, the bo- the boxes tend to represent the sort of like the mental state of our characters a bit here, um, and then we see sort of like a shot of uh, the feet. <laughs> for our feet kings um going through the crowd and we see i guess these shoes squeak i don't know if like a dog toy or if it was like um they sort of like hit the the surface in a weird way oh like basketball shoes squeaking on yeah the court. yeah I was, yeah i wasn't sure what i was quite going for but just something just to let us know they're just not normal shoes <laughs> speaking of sound effects what do we have on on her boobs going here is this um wobbling wobble wobble <laughs> it's wobble noise wobble yeah Okay, I see. Yeah, wobble and wobble. Okay. So I wanted to do as she gets like clown that she, like, you know, she's obviously a very erotic clown. So like all she'd be doing is just like anime booby noises all day, mm-hmm. you know? That's just a, a cement that part of it, you know? They have like a slight bouncing noise effect. If this ever was to be animated, you'd need like a full orchestra <laughs> of like Foley sound mm-hmm. effects. Yeah. <laughs> My, my Foley guy will be working overtime. Yeah, yes. you got like three people on the dog toys just like ready to go. <laughs> like they're wearing basketball shoes. Someone with the metal sheet waving at the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll just need the production staff from Ed, Ed and Eddie to help yes! out. Sure. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Uh, so then um, we get her like shuffling through the crowd. Shot of the boobs because, you know, it's that kind of comic. Mm-hmm. And then they go hide behind two ferns. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's a bit of like establishing about the sort of like the rules at play here where i guess that they're like thinking well you know we gotta let this transmission ride out but we can't just walk out in the middle of this mall that's fully attended with you looking like a clown and so they're trying to formulate some sort of plan here so he's just saying that like oh how about i get you a big sweater and we'll just head home you know don't sweat the band stuff you're good to which um nicole replies here is that that's sweet thank you uh unfortunately i gotta ride it out for a bit any clothes on me during this will turn as well (gasps) so i'll just rate in the restrooms and come out when i'm done so we see the jacket that Mm -hmm. artie's giving her is getting like a slight um checkered effect as well so i wanted to establish that like you know even if you try to put something on her like the clown energy that she's emanating is sort of like going to be forced to sort of like corrode that in some way just to establish a bit of stakes here yeah yeah before we got to that panel i was thinking like why get her like a sweater just go over the top like go to a camping like store and get her a tent (laughs) tent? now i just imagine if he did it would like just turn into like a balloon house castle or something like a circus tent yeah Yeah. i was thinking circus tent yeah that's just more obvious than milk (laughs) yeah (laughs) and truly the powers of this curse are are beyond my problem Mm -hmm. solving Milk, milk would fail with their <laughs> clown GF. Yeah. <laughs> I would be able to protect her. <laughs> uh, so then we turn the page to page 14. And so it says, um, already notes that, oh, it looks like you managed to slow the process down. I think last time it was much quicker than this. Uh, did the whole thinking of sad work. Um, to which we get another shot (laughs) of the inner sort of monologue inside Nicole's mind where she's imagining what it would be like if she just clowned out in front of the band members and what the situation in her head looks like at that point. Uh, So is this going to be like one of the first lemon font like shirt merches you can buy is this proud clown? I want one. (laughs) 
maybe. I think I'll definitely give. I th- a lot of people expressed interest in okay. getting this shirt in particular, so I'll I'll definitely consider it. I'll, I'll hook you up with good manufacturers then. Oh, okay, cool. So this is uh this is the announcement for the merch drop. Be here at uh, this time, <laughs> you know, and we'll uh, we'll drop it all. You know. <laughs> There, there's one lemon hidden in the U.S. that has a clown painting on it. Find it and you'll get the shirt. Yeah. Oh my it's, gosh. It's all about that exclusivity. We've got to be like supreme here, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Twitch, um, Nicole, slightly snapped back to reality. Oops, that goes gravity. Um, <laughs> so, That's why the panels are floaty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I'll be st- I'm in the restaurant. I'll try and finish up quickly and meet you back out here. And then the last three panels, I, I don't know if it's quite clear for the rest of the audience. I don't know how well I convey things sometimes, but like I wanted to show that like, you know, Nick, Nick Nichols doesn't wear glasses. Yeah. And what's the reason for that? You know, and I saw that like her eyesight just gets better mm-hmm. when she's a clown. Uh, that's just to quickly brush aside an explanation for that. <laughs> If anyone was going to ask me about it. <laughs> a wizard did it. Easy. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing you used an actual photo inside of a mall to, to get this background here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of doing that a bit more. But like this is the only time in the comic I use a sort of a binarization of a photo just to fill in the wall. So, And the only like brand name we see is Q, which like you can't copyright a letter. So... <laughs> And they tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, th- I think you're good there. There we go. Ooh, easy. So yeah, then she's got better eyesight here, which, I mean, I was debating about putting this in here because I was like, does this show like she has a benefit to being in a clown all the time? But like, it's just eyesight, you know, she has glasses. <laughs> yeah, she, she has better eyesight. Uh, she can produce helium from thin air. <laughs> so I don't know. She's starting to get more and more powerful. I feel like this is like, Kirby, you know, like, oh, ha ha, <laughs> cute little, little fun, fun dude. And then you're like, wait, just helium out of nowhere? Magical, healthy eyes? Like, what kind of secret lore and powers is Nichols hiding here? <laughs> I know, I didn't want to get too involved in it, but yeah. Um, so then we get the next page. Uh, Nicole, Nicole is scooting over to the restroom here but then quickly is her attention is grabbed by something in the bottom panel which turns out to be someone's discarded banana (laughs) peel right front and center and hopefully i've established that like this is just a pretty easy summation of what's going to happen here just based on this context alone yeah there's also a little easter egg in here (laughs) Uh, yeah, there is a bit. She's outside the um, clothes department called Edge, which is the same one from Shapeshifter. And it was also in another comic, Already a Demon as well. So Yeah, we see this girl with like a really long tongue. Is that just their like (laughs) branding now? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, that was a comic I was going to do at one point, but I don't know if I'll ever pick that up. But I thought I'd have to put like a little teaser here in the background. I, I love this this uh like world building of establishing this this clothing store the lemon font cinematic universe <laughs> yeah yeah this is where you get the the proud clown fucker shirt right mm-hmm. yep there we go there an we edge go. exclusive <laughs> there we go uh so then we turn the page and this is probably one of my favorite pages i've done because this is so good <laughs> 
So again, with the sort of like inner monologue, you know, we get Nicole going through like a range of just expressions as she notices the banana on the floor and says, it's calling to me, you know, but then she's still sort of like internally fighting against the clown part of her, you know, and but there's also like, then there's a back and forth of like, you know, but maybe, and then no, 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 but, but what if, (laughs) And I love the progression of just like razor thin, um, <laughs> hard rim lighting. And then it's like getting a little bit stronger with some of the progressive panels mm-hmm. and and the like anime, like line wisp when she like turns her head mm-hmm. back towards it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just a, a very big fan of all this. The way this came out. Also the biting the arm. Yes. As well. <laughs> yeah. Like, the first like you stab yourself with a pencil to stay awake in school, yes. you know. <laughs> and then the um on the last row, the first one is very much like you got games on your phone kind of face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good. These are thinking- all amazing. It must have been really fun to like just think of different styles to do for each yeah, one of these yeah. panels. I, I was uh, definitely inspired by again Austin Powers <laughs> with that um the guy with the mole scene. So that's what I was going for with this whole, like, you know, yeah. you just can't look away kind of faces. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then at the end, um, back to the normal filter and the clown has progressed more, you know, where she's getting the the lipstick, the nose and the eyeshadow now. Just a, the tiniest of honks with it. <laughs> like everything honks in, into existence, you know? <laughs> oh, oh goodness. <laughs> next page. Yeah. Um, so with this one, I wanted to get a bit more action manga e in sort of like influence, as you can probably see here. She has a quite little like moment of reflection as she's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to go for it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go for that Milky Way at 3am kind of like <laughs> the self uh, confession, you know, but then just quickly like a big giant honk. And then she just blitz across them all. And just tearing up the sort of like the tiles and everything, just just destruction on the way there. Yeah, it's it's so Dragon Ball Z of just mm-hmm. this like going off into the distance and like everything <laughs> blowing off to the side. Like you can hear the sound effect of the pshoom, you know, mm-hmm. the big like sound barrier being broken, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the next page, which I think everyone just regards as like their like favorite page of this uh, comic so far. It's so good. I want to say. Just before we describe it, you've done a page somewhat similar to this in the past. Have I? Uh, <laughs> yeah, in one of the shapeshifters, it's when like Faye's like she didn't even notice her like breasts were growing and she like kind of trips out of the elevator, if I recall correctly. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you know, so. It, it's not like a, a copy, but it's like, you know, just thematically somewhat similar. Um, and I want to say like the, the direction and like stylistic versus like realism of what would be seen in the moment, like, just the art- artistic direction of how this plays out rather than using multiple panels. Mm. It definitely shows like the, the progress in your art, which like I've always thought is amazing, but like is even further but uh yeah i just want to say that before you fully describe what's what's happening here <laughs> oh thank you thank you stop stop <laughs> continue yeah. um, so you know as we see in this panel here uh she like hits the banana full speed but you know laws of physics um newton's first law 
that, <laughs> yes. you know, force each meets an opposite force, you know. And then we sort of see her just slide across the mall floor as the transformation just goes into a full overdrive and just kicks it all the way up to 100% in these like, in this microsecond of her just like going on a banana at 100 miles per hour. So we see like there's sort of the body like twists and sort of like parts of the body gets emphasized, like the butt, the breasts, the hair, and then the whole outfit comes together, but it's not quite totally revealed just yet. And she just, you know, the last shot of this is her like totally upside down mm-hmm. and she falls over. It's just, it's so good that like, you know, clearly the planning of like her being turned around and that's when the butt grows, turned around again, the boobs. Um and like you start to see the hair color change. I'm just curious, like how long did it take to to plan out this page? Because you, oh, you showed me uh, several like notes for this page alone. Yeah, this uh, this page took like a month to do um, because um, I wanted to plan it out where I definitely had the idea of, you know, it was going to be a multi shot and then parts of the transformation were going to be visible on each of the shots of the characters. So that was a very hard thing to sort of like get the right angle and pose for each individual one. So I had to bust out Clip Studio Paint and play with like a model editor for like different positions and be like, okay, but can we still see like the breast in this panel and the huge butt in this panel, you know? So it's a very like push and pull of like elements to use. And yeah. I tried mo- multiple angles and this was the one I definitely settled on and I'm just very proud of it. Yeah, I, I love how you use like very gestury drawings to get the like feel into it in the practice, but then also much more practical control of like the 3D models, uh, like really utilizing every like pre-drawing tool at your disposal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although what's what's funny is now that I see this. Um, I can like see it much clearer in the sketch, but when you first showed this sketch, I thought this was a panel of like a little bird. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can see it. Yeah. yeah, That's like the rough of her actually like stepping on the banana. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I just feel like if you were ever going to sell like prints of your work, like I can think of so many people who are into transformation that would just love to have this page framed. It's so good oh thank you very much there there's so many ways to do a transformation and you can really just like wing it in however many steps you want but the fact that you did i i mean i'd say uh five full visible bodies Mm -hmm. of like transformation because the last one's starting to fall off frame Mm. uh all in this like you know very limited window of of space because that's the thing like to to think of the positions to show off the different things like yeah, you, it takes time to do that. But if you separated it by panel by panel, it'd be so much easier. But to like layer them on top to show the distance and and draw all of the like anatomy of a full body that shows progress, but also doesn't like visually make it too chaotic. They can't see what's going on. It's it's so well done. It's so <laughs> fluid. One of the I'm best oh, pages I've thank seen you. in an yeah. erotic comic ever. Just so good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very, very much. Um, you know, I put a lot of work into this and, you know, I try to do the best I can. So thank you. That means a lot to me, everybody. Uh yeah, yeah. Um <coughs> so we go to the next page here. Oh my gosh. Uh, the ICP shirt. Yeah. It's just sending <laughs> 
insane clown pussy am I right <laughs> oh, um, so yeah so we got our, our main protagonist Nichols now I can stop saying Nicole um, has fallen into like a just shy of the water fountain so it doesn't really like, break her fall with the water so she must have hit like the stone part of it now that I just I'm actually thinking about Ow. it yeah, so I'm like, oops, <laughs> that's a bit more painful, but you know. She's a clown, it's fine. Well, I mean, that's why she has the stars, right? <laughs> there we go, easy. Um, so I like this guy here with just the ICP <laughs> shirt going like, no freaking way. <laughs> and right, right next to this like fountain spitting up, which like you didn't have to do. <laughs> You're yeah, just this is your James Baxter moment. Like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> You're like, and uh, here's how I, I draw water in the distance with fluidity. Just lemon font. Oh, I didn't even notice I did that. How'd that happen? Yeah. <laughs> this is just foresh- uh, foreshadowing that someone something else is going to be squirting. Oh my gosh. But I'm um, so this is where we get like a full shot of our outfit and I guess I can talk about the inspiration going into this um, so definitely I wanted to go for like a magician mm-hmm. clown sort of thing and also I've doing a bit of like looking for designs of costumes that sort of have like older clown costumes tended to go for like a hobo aesthetic yeah. in some aspects so I wanted to incorporate that into her sort of um, leggings where she has like the sort of like the patchwork patterns on her leggings and then the sort of like the suit jacket and the the big little comical top hat a very good contrast of like you know because the suit jacket with the the shoulders yeah very business business clown to hobo <laughs> clown yeah yeah because that's something i want to avoid i don't want to make it look like she looked like an oil tycoon oh my clown. gosh <laughs> she she's hard on her luck because you know she's playing with stocks and she lost real big that's yeah. clown origin story all of her NFTs got stolen. <laughs> yeah, how all how all the crypto bros look after the crash. Oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanted to incorporate the um, the bunny ears. I guess help sort of show the sort of like the magician assistant where he was like dressed in like a Playboy bunny outfit mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. And that's yeah. sort of like another erotic signifier, you know. So. I mean, definitely, if you're thinking of erotic performance, bunny ears is going to be one of your, like, first things to come to mind, like Playboy Bunny, and and as well as stage magician. Erotic Mm -hmm. stage magician? Man, words are are clowning up on me today. (laughs) Everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And then, so, she gets thrown against the fountain, but then quickly snaps out of it when an unfamiliar voice says, oh my god, where have you been? <gasps> we turn the page and we're introduced to uh, this character called Allison Thomas, 26. Oh, I, I didn't remember the age part again. Okay. <laughs> and overworked. And, you know, just from the quick context of what's going on here, we're led to assume that, you know, oh, what are you doing running around in, com- in costume? You're going to spoil the whole show. So there's a bit of a, a mistaken identity mm-hmm. thing going on here, you know? And before we quickly move on, uh, Alison Thomas is a cameo character from Shapeshifter. She was the the mannequin girl, if you remember that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, from way back when. <laughs> so it's the exact same character, and I just feel like she's just having <laughs> like a bad like life here, you know? <laughs> I like to try to figure out how far apart are these. Like, it, it, I mean, you could even say this is the same day, and she's just having quite a day. 
she has a different hairstyle here, so I want to show that some time oh, has progressed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and maybe she like switched towns or you know, just uh, it's all very nondescript. This is just like a nice little <laughs> reference. Yeah. Every sexual event in her life like this, she gets a new haircut and moves to a new town <laughs> it'd, it'd to work like at that. a different edge, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so then she says, "Come on, we literally only have got three minutes," and then she just takes a great big peek at her honkers and <laughs> i like this effect of making them bust out of the panel i use that a lot in this comic and it's just always funny to do Alison thomas is a bit of a pet character for me i love her interactions i love just any type of brat character or just a little minor antagonist you know They're always just fun to write and draw <laughs> i like the line uh you know what did you put in there there's going to be families and <laughs> yeah. which the thing is is like this is visible cleavage with like like skin. I mean, I guess they're the prosthetics have really come a long way. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you've yeah. seen those breast expansion people on Twitter. Like sometimes <laughs> you can't tell. I'm like, oh my gosh, are those real? Yeah, I, I guess just even in real life, uh, especially with the the skin paint that mm-hmm. Nichols has going on. Yeah, yeah, the science has come a long way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are better for so, it. <laughs> so that even Allison is slightly caught off guard when she says, you know, oh, that's your actual chest there, and you still decided to be a clown. <laughs> you know, like somewhat like showing a sort of a career yeah. <laughs> misguidance. Well, I mean, sometimes only clowns isn't enough to foot the bill. Yeah. So you gotta do do stage work too. Yeah. And then I'm a big fan of this like internal graph in her head of like <laughs> her tolerance for a clown being laid versus size of her chest. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so she has less tolerance for the bigger they are, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's if my basic understanding of graphs is right, I think this translates well. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. <laughs> I love the gears turning too. And that correlates well. She's a brat character too. Maybe a little bit of envy there. So. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what I was trying to go for here a bit, you know, just like, I, like, like, whatever, if you've got a big chest, I'm not going to put up with you, you know? <laughs> she thinks that, you know, big-breasted people get it easy in life, you know, or whatever, and stuff like that. She quickly becomes much more aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, she says, all right, boobs, oh, the clown, <laughs> and if I don't get paid, if there's no show. <laughs> so this is just a nice little comedic scenario, the whole, like, you know, oh, if only... I said something or like said more, I wouldn't be in this wacky situation. So it's a bit cliche, but I'm just a big fan of how this plays out. (laughs) I I do love that it's like setting up like her to be in a clown performance, but she's still like that feeling of unbelonging because like I'm guessing, you know, she still is very apprehensive of the whole clown transformation. So, yeah, yeah, I think um, that's definitely something I want to write in the future about like, you know, how does Nicole uh, feel about the clown aspect of her? And here it just, it shows that she doesn't want to do it at least in public, you know? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, I, I guess the the signs of maybe outside of public is better because there, there was that kind of spot where she was thinking of um, Artie being like so proud of his clown girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. I really like the, the direction this is all heading of like, you can see where it's starting to go because we started off with this band performance and now we're having this mention of like, hey, aren't you the performer? I'm kind of forcing you into it, but she's so anxious. She's like not saying no enough like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not that person. Exactly. It is, uh, it's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good flow. You, you've got the beat going. Yeah. It's just jazz. 
Just jazz. Uh, so then we get uh, the next page. We get the shot of the little uh, quote-unquote circus tent outside of the stage. And then a little shot of inside the sort of production booth. Uh, you know, so like she's already late for the show and she's turned up and like, oh, I don't know, I was going to be all this and such, but I can't really find a moment to sort of interject and object to what's going on here. So the stage is already getting set up. We see the members here. Allison is struggling to get this whole show on the go and there's a mention of like you know uh, they're gonna put like a microphone in her leotard and careful you don't lose it in there (laughs) (laughs) yeah just this nervous face of him approaching to to put the mic in (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 so then we get like a little shot of um allison off stage and like She's so fucking done with today. Suddenly everyone's to see the show and then her act goes missing, blah, blah, blah. Which I never really explain in this comic, but we don't know what happened to the other clown. <laughs> Just if anyone's worried, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's a happy story. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're just late or something, you know, I don't know. Yeah, their <laughs> tiny car broke down. <laughs> Stuck in traffic, but no one can see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, then we see Greg um, holding the microphone, but like... Obviously trying to be respectful, <laughs> you know, and just seem like huge honkers. And what's the best way to place a microphone there? That's what he's wondering. <laughs> uh, and then which Allison quickly loses her temper and says, oh, my God, today, Craig, give it here. <laughs> they're, ju- they're just massive titties. You're acting like they'll bike your hand off. <laughs> I love her like uh, anime smear of just like grabbing it from him. <laughs> yeah, just really like smacks it out of his hand, you know. So, and then more wobble sound effects here. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, I turned the page. I wasn't ready. <laughs> so, we turned the page, and then, you know, Nicole, and Nichols is finding, probably this is the best way where maybe I should say something about, like, this whole mistaken identity, where she says, I think there's been some misunderstanding here. See, I may look like a clown, but you see... <laughs> I uh, I love that too. Just her fully decked out. And she's like, I might look like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to explain that situation. You know, it's like, okay, I know you're looking for a clown and I may be a clown. <laughs> I just happened to be a clown at the mall <laughs> on my off time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then which Allison is no mood to listen because we've established her sort of irritants and she's a bit of a brat. So she just like flumps the microphone straight in there. Oh, gosh. Which forces her to let out a huge honk. (laughs) I love Uh, that Nichols' eyes have become the other two card suits to match her cheeks. mm -hmm. It's so good. I'm a big fan of uh, the irises looking like this. This is a little pet gimmick I like having with this character here. This panel alone really shows off the design of mixing everything of like the hobo clown, the business clown, but also that casino performancy, just such good design work to get it all to blend together. Nichols would be in like the casino zone of Sonic, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I wonder what her and Sonic would do. Hmm. <laughs> Interlocking toes. When? Yeah. Finally get those, those Sonic and nickel feet that we've been craving to see. <laughs> <laughs> then we go down to the reaction panel of, um, the production members and it's sort of set up like the first honk where there's like three people looking back at her in sort of like surprisement as well also you you brushed over we were starting to see some some nippleage on nickels now oh yeah i guess so yeah maybe like maybe this is like does it slightly arouse her or whatever i don't know yeah maybe there's some stimulation if not like uh 
mentally at least physically from like the the hand going deep into her cleavage yeah 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 i mean i think it's just general hentai protagonists are just like sensitive everywhere in the breast area to a a ridiculous degree Mm -hmm. that's what i was going for there (laughs) as we get like a shot of the um inside of the tent thing we got like a little property of west carney performance (laughs) company yeah which i was trying to think like the place they currently reside in is called west carnival as like a town name or whatever. Uh, maybe a bit too on the nose. Sorry, it's turned into Carney. Yeah. Well, at least there's like a lot to fit on that big red nose. So it works. There we go. But I'm um, tush. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get like, again, more panic from Nichols. And this again leads us to more developments in this uh, wacky scenario where she's like, oh, you know, haha, it's just a part of my costume. It's not like I just honk whenever you grab my, anyway, I got a good show to do. And her plan here is to sort of like get out of the tent and then just like, I'm, you know, Ollie out of here, you know? Yeah, I love just the panic of like dealing with the new situation has superseded her trying to just explain the last situation, (laughs) even though it's still ongoing. Just it's such a, a great depiction of anxiety building and building in a situation <laughs> i know yeah it's a great raising of the stakes and yeah. like do, do you just go out in public and get anxious just to write this like in character <laughs> really take down the feeling because it's conveyed so well this is just my life every day yeah. <laughs> uh so and then we turn the page and nice big crowd shot as she has realized she just stumbled right onto the the stage platform <gasps> who's that in the background yeah <sighs> so this was sent to me and i'm just blown away so i put a little milk right far in the background you know yes. hasn't quite got uh, front row seats <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean at a at a show that's usually where i'm at anyways is i, I yeah. stay to the back so uh right right by her right shoulder but uh I, I see a lot of cameos in this page, actually. Yeah, so I've definitely put, um, you know, Faye and Mike are in this uh, background here. Um, you can also see the band members yep. are just in the back to the left. And then uh, right next to them is my wife in real life. Mm. <laughs> I put her there in the background. Actual human form, not tomato this time. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, I couldn't get away with that. That would just be too distracting. And there's also some other... Uh, cameos here and there i won't list them all here uh but you know how fun find them all viewer at home <laughs> yeah and, and not just cameo but like to to follow up with the story besides just our band members we also have said family like covering the child's <laughs> eyes <laughs> damn i want this page as a poster oh thank you thank you I, the the last part of the crowd work here that i think is just such a good direction is this one dude in the bottom left just like so enthusiastic for, like you could tell he wasn't into the show but now he's like oh this is going to be a good show <laughs> that that smile you can just tell it's so sudden on his face like the one person smiling there i love it <laughs> so good so anyway the situation has been elevated um, we turn the page here and zoom back over to Nicole Nichols in front of this crowd. You know, she lets out like a nervous utterings of uh, which gets picked up on the PA microphone in her uh, cleavage, to which we have a little the titty mic is surprisingly loud. <laughs> I love this. Uh, uh, what's it called? 
like in in the the four shot like you know that we still see the crowd but as just like um blocked in you know they're just there to represent it's still in front of a crowd i i love how there's this like cowboy hat <laughs> oh i saw it as a sombrero <laughs> yeah i just put a little cowboy hat in there you know just to give a little, <laughs> little character to the crowd western after all yeah so it's in the southwest uh, see, milk, you know there's always one person with a cowboy hat somewhere. yeah no i see th- this is all foreshadowing to nichols goes west i can see it come uh, <laughs> the animated full-length feature <laughs> yeah there we go i put these little foreshadowings in there um so you know that situation's going on there we cut back to the sort of like the production members and they're on the side just thinking like um i don't think this is the clown we wanted <laughs> I love Allison just biting the curtain. <laughs> just really chewing the scenery, mm-hmm. am I right? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like her determination of like, I may have gotten the wrong clown, but I won't, but I'm still getting a show out of this, goddammit. Yeah, when when life gives you nickels, you know? <laughs> exactly. I like the line of I ain't going back to retail, I ain't going back to mom's basement. <laughs> Oh, it's it's so good. Yep, yep, yep. I love the bucket of uh, props. You know, yep. <laughs> every every stage production has a props bucket that's just labeled <laughs> props. It's like I want to do like a sort of like spray painted on, like they couldn't be a bother to like properly label it. You know, yeah. This is just a real ragtag uh, crew of like clown <laughs> production. You know, yeah, yeah. They didn't have a lot for their startup fund. You know, they're they're getting by with what they got. Yeah, yeah, what would be very like low budget, you know? Uh, and then so she throws all the like, uh, was it juggling pins or clubs? That's what they are, right? I'm not familiar with their their defined name, but yeah, pins, juggling clubs. Yeah, juggling clubs. I think yeah. So they all travel through the air. We get that split second time freeze of like Nicholas assassin situation, and. You know, we've turned the next page where everything gets very dark and dramatic <laughs> as her hands instinctively reach out just to like grab them. And I put a little tidbit here. I thought this is kind of like uh, similar to the JoJo's Adva- Adventure manga where they just get like random trivia mm-hmm. in the middle of action, you know. And it was like the world record record for most juggling clubs is eight clubs with 16 catches. It was achieved in night in 30th, August 30th, 2006 and has stood uncontested as of October 8th, 2021. Shows when this comic takes place. <laughs> yeah. I like to think she knows this record. It's in her. Just inherently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did a bit of research into just making sure, like, is this right? Is this, like, is this world record still valid? And yeah, this is the most a human has caught for the most amount of time um, in the as of the Goodness World um, Book of Records. So, Lemon, what, what's your ads like that you run into with all the, like, clown research <laughs> you've been doing for the past, like, year? <laughs> Oh man, the FBI doesn't even know anymore. They just stop showing them. <laughs> Get a lot of um, emails from clown colleges, like you know, free, free full ride to clown college. All my uh, interest in it. Get those dubious emails of like, make your clown shoes ten times bigger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Your clown car won't last 30 seconds playing this game. <laughs> yeah, you got to upgrade to, to micro clown car insurance, you know. Mm. So we turn the page here. Oh, my goodness. 
to where like it's just a big flurry of arms going everywhere and the bowling pins are just um or the juggling clubs are just in the air in mid-transit it's just very hectic and frenetic you it's know? a big flex is what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you thank also you. the titty wobble is just chef's kiss perfect right uh mm-hmm. so moving quickly on to the next one and then we see that she's like done the big like juggling part of it and then just managed to like flurry as a um what's that called when you flourish when you catch them all at once caught all eight. Oh my goodness one two three four five six seven eight yep yeah see <laughs> hey mm-hmm. if there's things on a, a a hentai page i will count them <laughs> like my immediate go-to six between the fingers one in the mouth and one under the knee Mm -hmm. so she has a breathes a slight sigh of relief as she's kind of like sort of semi-impressed with herself that she did that you know and then the adulation of the crowd sort of feeds back into that uh but unfortunately she's there's actually nine pins in the air (laughs) and one is falling just in front of her and all of her limbs are currently preoccupied right now as we turn the page, we see that she does some quick thinking and manages to catch <laughs> oh, just the tip of it in her cleavage. My gosh. <laughs> this is so good. The the lean is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you, did you like get reference for this image or? <laughs> You're like, Lemon, where did you see this in real life? I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Can you send it to me? Did you like get your wife to stay on a stage <laughs> to like photograph so you had something to draw from <laughs> Uh, most of this I just had to wing really to be honest oh, like yeah. it's good the stage is slightly curving to give like a sort of fisheye <laughs> kind of lens effect yeah I just uh, this is a nice big spread page I like this um, this is very nice and done like there's a slight like um, blur to like the background to sort of like show like focal uh, distance I'm just really pleased with this page I mean it, it's so good and th- there's like technically a lot of line work on here but it's not overwhelming because of the like value contrast you've put in to like make her so much lighter than the rest of like the background it's i mean you have had put so many like poster quality pages in here i love all these like splash pages that are full it's so good yeah yeah i guess if anything was to be made into a print this would probably be the prime candidate for that in my opinion amazing work (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you i love the follow-up of after this like just amazing shot though you get the crowd like just wooing but then she's (laughs) just kind of standing there on the next page (laughs) yeah with like a simplified expression she's got all the the clubs in her hands but you know it wouldn't be that easy uh allison says like hey we're not done yet where's the hat trick and to this where the sort of the clown effect sort of takes an, a weird toll where she's like, okay, um, you know, here goes nothing and pulls out something, but is not quite un- aware of what it is. But then she's like, wait, is this that my, and then we get like a little flashback to, you know, maybe Nicole at the beginning of the day was planning to surprise Artie at some point with some sexy lingerie, <laughs> but what she's just realized now is that she's pulled that lingerie right out of her hat. <laughs> this opens up a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm happy to field them. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I love her expression of panic too. It's, it's so good. And it kind of has this like stone texture to it. It's not quite that like wobbly feel 
from some other other panels. It just really gives that idea of like freezing up on stage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I also like the A's in the background to like shouldn't signify like internal screaming. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh yeah that's so good at at this point um my wife was reading along with this and she really enjoys this comic and she was like you're being too cruel (laughs) this is too much it is quite mean (laughs) and you don't let up on the next page either yeah 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 so then we flip the page you know we're already on to the next um act i guess in this performance we get like a nice voice over the sort of the pa saying ladies and gentlemen please give a up for the big finish where we see her zoomed out and in one of those magical boxes that have segmented doors yeah i love the typography of like how it wraps to like match the planes of like warping around this box too Mm. so at least we're at the you know we're coming to the end of this you know for anyone who's very concerned (laughs) but then the next page shows us that oh someone has walked into the crowd and it's Artie, and he's like oh my gosh, is that Nichols? She has one quick word to say of Artie and then that door <laughs> thwacks in on herself, locking her in. I don't know how it closes, but, you know, just clown logic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, very claustrophobic of her, like, big breasts just pressed in this tiny little clown closet. Yeah, yeah. Someone's got to be into this, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> exactly. And then for the the voice on the PA says, for our last act, will our brave clown be able to escape the box before it is skewered with swords? And then she has this like brilliant reaction of, what? <laughs> oh, man. this poor girl. I know, poor clown. <laughs> so <laughs> get the next shot of like the countdown to the voiceover but also a little, you know, panicking from Nichols as she's like inside the box saying, what the frick? Did they just say swords, like actual sharp swords? It's like just a big ramble on about like what's going to happen, blah, 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 you know. Um, interesting to note that, you know, her clown magic sort of like censors herself from saying any uh, profanity because I'm very much paying respect to the established clown rules that are officially governed by clown institutes saying that no clown can ever swear mm-hmm. so i've tried I to pay respect to that part <laughs> and early on we saw that nicole swears too so it's you you establish that dynamic of the character yeah yeah so we get to the next panel and just to alleviate any sense of danger here i try to mention that these are just plastic swords <laughs> you know yeah they're not the super attend- shiny <laughs> Yeah, the attendant's just, like, not um, fussed by the panic here and is a bit confused about what's going on. <laughs> yeah, our our attendant here just, like, looking so just, like, done with it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just like, it's, this is minimum wage. I, can, mm-hmm. I don't get paid enough to be concerned. <laughs> so then she says, like, I want out. Cut to the next page. It's skewered with magic swords, you know. And then we get, like, a... A slow build up with the onomatopoeia as it's like a sort of um, some sort of diegetic background noise. And then the audience looks on in anticipation. The door slowly creaks open to reveal that it's just her clothes in there and the clown has disappeared. <laughs> but uh, pretty much all her clothes in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Which, you know, again, a bit of a some... Uh, what does this sum equal to if people figure it out? <laughs> I do love that. Like we had the foreshadowing of her like everyday underwear was already taken mm-hmm. away, but now her clown clothing is taken away. <laughs> so just just butt naked right mm-hmm. now. 
Heine naked, mind you. Heine naked. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so we cut to the next page and then we cut to Artie in the crowd. Very concerned about like the ramifications of what just he just saw here. Also concerned with the lights coming back on, which, you know, if she's running around naked somewhere, she hasn't got much time before she's just out in the open. I do want to just mention how big of a person Artie is. Like, we just see him, like, gripping this bass guitar case. <laughs> Strong. He's got the opposite of Peridot effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just gets bigger. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, if any time, this is the perfect time to just be reminded, like, big, strong boyfriend will protect eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But luckily, you know... In the nick of time, Nichols appears in a pillar right behind Artie, revealing that she is, yes, she is very much butt naked. As noticed that Artie has went to the effort of buying her a change of clothes and that she would like to try them on. Mind you, we know things are safer because this pillar does not have any cracks in it. Mm-hmm. Structurally sound. <laughs> the mall is much more structurally sound. I, I pay respect for you, Milk, you know. I know that you're concerned with these things. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> it's counting and structural integrity. That's everything I look for in heads. <laughs> it's, it's approved by the Builders Association thing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we get to the next shot uh, or next page where there's a bit more relaxation here now as the, she's uh, in the hoodie, all clothed up and, you know, at least a bit obscured from public view. So she recounts about like how she got into this situation and Artie is a bit more sympathetic to her like, you know, situation here. But as uh, Nichols points out that, you know, well, you know, the hoodie does a lot of wonders here, but it doesn't stop me from sticking out like a sore thumb. (laughs) Yeah, two big thumbs to be specific. Mm -hmm. There we go. So, you know, Artie, you know, has to do a lot of like uh, (laughs) mental working out here today. Poor guy. He's <laughs> got to come to the rescue a lot here. So he suggests that they go to um, his workplace, which is Kix, uh, like a, a shoe store kind of stand in for this universe. Uh, he's got the keys and the place is closed for today for maintenance. And we can just head to the break room and chill out. It has a couch and a fridge. There's also no CCTV in there. So no one will ever know you were there. <laughs> which, you know. Yeah, bound chicka wow wow. <laughs> yeah, this lustrous face she's got. That pose too. She's like sort of bending over a bit, you know, just like really like, oh, oh, I see what you're saying here, you know. So then she goes onto the bottom panel. You get that nice little purple uh, filter effect where she says, so "What you're saying is we could have sex." <laughs> and this is a nice little like uh, callback to the first comic where she says it in this exact same manner. Uh, but this time is said with a bit more confidence and suggestiveness to it. At, at the end of the day, it's still the same couple. And, and it brings back their like together mannerisms, which is really nice. It, it shows that they are characters, not just randos. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, this is still an erotic comic, so we got to get some good stuff. (laughs) Right, right, of course. (laughs) And, you know, I got to, it's a bit of a, you know, if if this was normal storytelling, this would be a clumsy way of transitioning. But, you know, we all accept this here. Yeah. (laughs) No one's getting complaints. (laughs) Yeah, it's again, like, you know, the the balance of what is the pacing for the right readers. Exactly. And like what their state of mind is, because. I'm here looking at like every like floor tile to make sure it's up to code. But like Mm -hmm. some people blood's 
migrated, you know, <laughs> uh, and, and the pace is much different. So, you know, yeah, it makes sense to kind of cut faster. Blood's migrated. I love that phrase. <laughs> I'm going to be using that a lot now. Oh, good. Can't wait to see it. And Nichols goes west. <laughs> uh, Just so- her with a little pot gun being like, the blood's migrated, partner. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a spittoon, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we turn the page um, to show the outside of Kicks, uh, the shoe store, which has a little pun in the title. I thought it was kind of funny yeah. where he says, come get your kicks. <laughs> Very cute. Uh, and then uh, you might recognize the person on the left there <laughs> yeah. in the poster, drink Robinson beer. It's actually a poster. It's actually a picture of me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, lo- I went to a local German restaurant. <laughs> And I had a beer stein. And my wife took this picture. And then I edited this in Clip Studio Paint to get myself bigger muscle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, no. I, I've met you in person. They're, they're that size. Small lemon. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm scrawny lemon. I'm a very dehydrated lemon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Left out in the sun for a bit, you know? <laughs> Just all wrinkly browning a little bit. <laughs> be the first to be thrown out. <laughs> So, you know, got the outside of uh, kicks here and, you know, we're, we're already like way into this. There's like no room for foreplay here where like they're already naked. I can't believe we're actually doing this. Even more unbelievable is just how amazingly hot this is. We get to see our little cotton candy bush. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's still there. It's oh still my there. God, the onomatopoeia. <laughs> and then there's a, there's a honk, but seductively. <laughs> So I don't know how that sounds in real life, but anyone who wants to think about it, let me know. Yeah, uh, Foley artist, start practicing. (laughs) You get that as your brief as a Foley artist and you just have puzzlement for the next few weeks. (laughs) So we're, we're, for everyone at home, we're fully into the sex scene at this point. Mm -hmm. So we flip the page, which I'm really proud of this. Like the art has come a long way because I've been drawing this for about a year now and Looking back on this, I can already see like, oh, I've improved so massively in just how I I draw faces a bit better now. That's definitely there. But like, it's kind of fitting for like, this is the time to really show all that seductive, like facial expressions and everything. So to really go at it, this is where I have to be, you know? And, And these pages, like 37 and going forward, these are all relatively done recently, right? That's right. Yeah. So, um... Before 2021 ended, I think we were on the page where Nichols was just uh, naked in public. And then, you know, (laughs) uh, I was in the middle of moving to a different house. So I was taking most of December off. And then in January, I caught COVID. (laughs) So I was just kind of a bit out of action. And then I started yelling at you. (laughs) Cracking the whip. (laughs) you know let's do the comic about the end of um, or like Nichols in its entirety and we'll you know talk about the pages that aren't done yet and in a sort of like a rough form and I was like no I'm not having that I'm gonna go beast mode and trying to finish these last 10 pages in about 10 days (laughs) goodness filled with determination yeah yeah um at one point I asked you if like getting more refined in like your art skills where like faces are more well rendered and expression if that slows you down which you said it doesn't and that's clearly visible here because like you said your your faces have come even further by by these pages now but you still like busted these out quickly and it does not show that they were done quickly because they're 
very good. Uh, yeah, thank you. I think it's just because, like, at this point, I'm very familiar with how the faces of the characters look and should look. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I've drawn already very, like, square-like, and then Nichols is very, like, more circle-shaped, you know? So I've got, like, those basics down and sort of, like, very much like the, the peak of character design there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But back to sexy times. <laughs> but so back to sexy times, you know, you know, there's a bit of, like... Um, embracing that the fact that you know maybe Nichols really does have fun when she's in a clown form you know I feel like it's not just a sort of like a concession but more like a, maybe an embracing of it in some sense so she says like Dosh is so naughty but I think you like it big guy and there's maybe there's something about these that get you going where she like heaves up her massive breasts and sort of like teases Artie right in the face but Artie takes that and rebuts by just like jiggling them very violently in front of her which she turns out to enjoy and says, this is my one weakness, you know? All the honking and, like, <laughs> movement direction so good. Yeah, yeah. So I hopefully I was establishing there that, like, this is a very noisy room right now, you know? Yeah. And hopefully that will pay off in a bit. <laughs> well, all the different materials on shoes should kind of absorb maybe some of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. So then we get the next panel, and there's just a nice close-up of the crotch region where the big <laughs> the big finger is kind of leading the penis in. Just one <laughs> finger, just guiding. And then I'm a big fan of this um, a honk gal. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So good. <laughs> uh, you know, I really like the effect of like the subtle blurring um, or the low opacity of the honk yeah. over her face here and the eyes turned upwards, you know. I think there's an art to a hey gows and I'm still working on it myself, but I feel like this definitely captures that like sort of like in rapture of pleasure here. Yes. Yeah, I feel like a lot of your Ahegos go to that more scratchy style, if I recall. Mm-hmm. And this one doesn't. This still kind of stays in your clean work. So I feel like it's it's quite different of a pacing from what I, I'm used to seeing with your stuff, but it's it's very nice. I think it's definitely an art to Ahegos, and I feel like I have so much to say about it, but that's probably a, a point for another episode. Yeah, maybe we'll whatever. just do a special talking about that without being like weighted down of getting through a, a comic. Mm. We've talked about wanting to do episodes specifically on hentai terms. So. Uh, there we go. I will say, as as we mentioned, a lot of great poster designs. This would make for a great sticker. Just you mm-hmm. got to start making merch. There's such good stuff. I guess I guess so. That'll be my 2022 resolution, you know? Mm-hmm. Get it sticky. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've ever used um, slosh as an onomatopoeia. Um, <laughs> is that a changing point in your life? I think so, yeah. I think um, I, I got like a bit turned off from ever using slosh as a sound effect because I like the sound, but then someone said something to me that like kind of like <laughs> made me think about it, that like if breasts can slosh, that means they have air in them and that means ergo they can fart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Titty fart. <laughs> Titty fart. Poofs out the nipples. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was always just concerned with that, but now I've embraced the slosh and here it is in all its glory. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're on the slosh side now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the right side of history. Certainly. <laughs> yeah, so then we turn the page Ooh, and then we got a nice, nice big butt shot. Um, I want to establish that Artie is a very like fairly built guy. And then this is just to emphasize that Nick 
Nicholas ass is just so big mm-hmm. yeah. and gelatinous, you know? Just massive. Well, we've already seen him lift up a huge base, and so we know it's all about that base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully this just establishes just the, the sheer magnitude of the gluten here, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the next panel I'm a big fan of, just the whole, like, the sex hair. Like, the strands of her, like, big curly hair are coming loose a bit and becoming a bit more um, humidified by sweat, mm-hmm. you know? Also, just a lovely, like, kissing picture, which I feel like a lot of Western comics don't do. They don't pay respect to the kissing, and it's a very important part of sex, I think, you know? Yes. Yeah, I mean, especially in the context that this is a couple. Yeah. Yeah, they're very madly in love, you know? So I just want to, like, definitely let everyone know this is just good times ahead, you know? Yeah, it's it's nice thing to see. We on this show particularly, we review a lot of things that don't have such loving embrace in it. Yeah. So it's it's a much nice change of pace. <laughs> oh, definitely. I feel like I take it on myself to just bring back tenderness in love, to be honest, you know? It needs to be there more and I got to be I got to do my part. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that's not to say the opposite is bad. It's just the pool of to choose from is so saturated with like no tenderness that we do need to kind of like level things out and bring that back. So Lemon, I definitely appreciate your your bringing it in. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I'm saluting Careful with him. He's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, don't, I totally get what you mean because um, there's a good, I think it was a good talking point raised um, earlier last year about like how sex and pornography is just like massively just violent and very aggressive. And I'm trying to like put the needle back onto like, you know, just like how it's really like with people who like each other and respect each other, you know? Yeah. I mean, not, not to discredit how it is in porn because I can tell the difference between fiction and reality, but you know, I'm just trying to help people out there understand that they're you know there's different kinds of sex you just got to be soft sometimes you know yeah and and anytime we bring up like how refreshing it is to see something against the norm that's not necessarily dissing the norm it's just variety is so important and it's so nice to start seeing um you know bigger artists to to bring in variety and do things like that so you know you have options when you you go to do whatever you do down there. <laughs> exactly. Like, just to quickly summarize it, there's nothing wrong with Wendy's. It's just sometimes I want to eat at Arby's sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know? Diversify <laughs> your sexual portfolio. Sometimes you need the meats. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Stonks. There you go. Um, so, and then we get into the next page, which um, is just a big favorite of mine. You know, just a very, like, it's kind of oh. very intense... <laughs> A lot of people like this page in particular, this and um, I guess we'll. <laughs> um, I just want to quickly point out the little detail here of um, just recently, I've started to adopt a more like looser type of word bubbles, not like a flat circle, but more of like a, a wrap around the text kind of approach. And with this, I've also done like little hearts are coming out of the. Um, uh, word bubble mm-hmm. so i'm just a big fan of that are you using the clip studio tool where like you just draw the bubble and it automatically like outlines for you and everything yes 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 it's uh in clip studio paint it's called the balloon pen so for everyone out there who wants to do it like i do very fitting for nickels there we go um and also again before we get onto the big joke of the page yeah, um, i like the over here. 
um, I like the use of the the speed of the, the like her breasts going and this creating like little after images, mm-hmm. um, and then you know looking back as well and her tongue's out in full as well. It's just all. It's a very nice first panel if we disregard the joke of this page. <laughs> but getting to that joke, um, <laughs> we see like an X-ray. Um, of the inside of uh, Nichols and right where her cervix should be is actually a, a comical bike horn. <laughs> like no implication, just straight up a bike horn. Yeah, yeah. So interesting story with this one is um, I had the thumbnails for the story um, thumbed out and all ready to go for like the next, the last eight pages and my wife said, like, was reviewing it and says, like, you know, it's it's right, it's a nice sex scene, but you could beef it out a bit more. And I was like, you're totally right on that one, you know. I need like an extra page, but like, I was like, oh, I'll I'll feed it to the community. What what should I put in here as an extra like sort of sexy time page? And <laughs> good artist uh, Dsan at Dsan Hentai Twitter. Uh, I think that's their Twitter. I'm not too sure. But if you search them up, you'll find them. Yeah. Well, there'll, there'll be a link in the show notes. So there we go. Yeah. yeah. And um, they had the idea of like this page just being like, you know, they hit they hit the cervix and there's actually just a bike horn there and then big honk, you know, just to like show the, the lore of why her body honks like that. Which I just want to say, it's so cool to like open things up to community feedback because mm-hmm. I mean, it's a group of people are going to see this to, to get feedback and like circle things in just really add such gems like this. Yeah. 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 So I wanted to establish that this bike horn is like her, I guess, G spot, you know, <laughs> like that's where you get the biggest honks from, mm. you know, <laughs> which you, you showed us before we started recording the like practice for this next panel, but yeah. 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 <sighs> Nothing could prepare us for this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, getting this um, face right was um, very tricky because, like, <laughs> it it could quickly turn into horrific mm-hmm. looking. But then it also had to be the right level of, like, silliness slash sexiness slash just, like, you know, just comical appeal. Um, and then I also had to, like, kind of, like, bass boost the panel just to show that, like, it's a really loud, like, honk. And I think I'm kind of pleased with which one I ended up on. <laughs> yeah, the, the blurring and everything, it's so good. But I, I have to say, in your your practice sketches, there's this one that, like like you said, you had to find the, the equalness of, like, unsettling and not, which means you drew the unsettling ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you go to my Patreon, you can see all that. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, I can't describe it. It's, you got to see it on Patreon. Just... Oh, it's something. It's a little bit doors facey. Oh, so that's your thing. I feel like you'll you'll get enjoyment out of it. Yeah, you, you'll you enjoy it if you're into doors, and if you're not, there's more horrors to be found. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, I love how meekly though. After this, like, <laughs> just terrifying clown moment, she's like, "Oh, sorry," covering her face. <laughs> I try to humanize her as much as I can in this comic, and I feel like it definitely pays off a lot. Well, she's definitely humorous, so. There we oh, go. Oh, humanizing. <laughs> My bad. Uh, <laughs> and then, so we cut to the next page, just a nice big spread as we end she's on. So cute. Nice big honking, all that sort of stuff. Oh, no. Big, like, shadowing. But then, <laughs> oh. <laughs> little 
a little Chekhov's gun from earlier, the titty mic is still in the cleavage. Which I made sure to pay respect to the fact that her cleavage never opens up at any time in the, in the interim of that insertion. <laughs> so there was a lot of like um, storyboard thumbs where I had to redo because I was like, no, 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 the, the breasts are too wide there, you know? Yeah, I had to, to keep them tight to keep this little hidden secret. There was even um, in the scene where Artie jiggles her breast, that was originally supposed to be a motorboating um, panel. But they thought like, no, 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 no. That would that would loosen the mic. <laughs> Very <laughs> you know? good thinking. There we go. I love just some of the the upgrades you did on this page to like heighten the like full spread sex scene of just like the the text bubbles have like highlights on them now and and the shading is very like dramatic and and hard contrast uh with like the top bright lighting it's it's very nice um and her Mm -hmm. tummy fold is quite lovely Mm -hmm. oh yeah gotta have the tummy fold i think it's a very underrepresented part of the female anatomy So nice big spread there. And then we cut to our final page, which is just the the punchline. So so then it's revealed that the microphone inside her cleavage is still very much turned on (laughs) and is broadcasting to presumably the whole mall about what's going on right now. (laughs) Some of these lines... So over the the usual like dirty talk that uh, Nichols is indulging in, there's just a lot of honking noises as uh-huh. well in the background. So like, it's one thing to just hear a sex scene, but just also hear like a very rampant bike horn <laughs> in the background of all of it. It's just kind of like comical. You don't know what's happening on the other side of the screen, kind of effect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I love the the censorship is not <laughs> male just reproductive organ. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna go with like something like um what I don't know what the PG term for penis would be. <laughs> you know? I would say dink. That's my favorite. Ding dong. Wiener. Wiener, dink, um, pee <laughs> But I was thinking like if you know, you wouldn't ever say like penis in a Saturn say morning cartoon. If it if the word penis or like any synonym for it would come up, it would have to be like in the scientific term. So that's the way of my justification for that type of censorship yeah. came up. Well plus today <laughs> she's been a little bit more business clown with the suit. So yeah. you know being being go. very explanational about it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And then also like allude to like a lot of people wanted to request a scene of uh, Nichols squirting in the first comic, and then would it be like a seltzer bottle? So, (laughs) and I didn't quite answer that question. And here I address it, but still don't answer it. And when the lines is, oh, I didn't know that I'd shoot that out, you know. (laughs) So we just don't get to see this little like, well, how does it happen? You Mm. know, (laughs) the the fountain from earlier is just showing you have the skills to draw. You you're just uh, uh, omitting it for like lore reasons to build. You gotta hide your power levels sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, it's restraint, you know. Um, so then we see like a shot of the band members are also still in the mall you know maybe they're still looking for Artie or whatever and they're like you know Martin's like oh my god you know then the next panel is um uh, next word bubble is no 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 don't finish inside me I don't know if uh <laughs> yeah there we go all over my bazongas <laughs> and I, I'm just a bit a bit chuffed about using the word bazongas yes. in the comic now <laughs> quite something yeah. And then uh, Martin says, Artie's cheating on Nicole with the stage clown. <laughs> and the comic ends. With a honk. Mm-hmm. With a honk. Uh, oh, th- this is 
lovely. It is. It's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're you're too kind. I do have a question though. Uh, yeah. So yeah, open up the panel for Q and A. Okay, I'm, I'm raising my hand over here. Um, uh, the, sure. Yeah, to you in the back. Okay, thank you. Um, this dude with the blue T-shirt. What do the numbers mean? Ooh, I see a I date. I see a date on here. Can I at least say what the date is? Uh, sure. I guess. Okay. So is it February twenty second, twenty twenty two? That's correct. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Gotta see what's coming next. I need to bust out the red string and try to figure this out. Yep. <laughs> Nichols will appear in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Future Milk here again, and wow, sorry this took so long that it's past that mystery date, but you don't have to guess what it means anymore because it means a shapeshifter update. So, you know, go into the show notes, click the Lemon Font comic website, and go see where shapeshifter is going. Uh, And as you can tell, uh, we're out of hiatus now, so go ahead and finish this episode and more coming soon. Sorry again. There's so many good like little things in, in this that just flex your work of like all all of the like random NPCs I guess you could say like just <laughs> wandering around the mall are very like well diverse and distinguished from each other and the characters you know you you let up the secret of like they're they're kind of like based uh, of people you know but it like really shows that they're like lively you know and different personalities yeah yeah I definitely tried to go for a very diverse crowd here. Uh, I try to make it like mostly just, you know, consenting adults, <laughs> even though Ma's probably very different. But yeah, I think there's a lot of um, it's a lot of fun to be had with drawing background characters sometimes. You know, you can put little gags or Easter eggs and stuff like that. Like this guy with the red hair in the background, he has a slight heart on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that. as you would from uh, all the erotic <laughs> audio going on. <laughs> you know, maybe he's also into clowns. You know, we never know. We don't judge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's becoming more of a thing. You're opening doors, mm-hmm. even on tiny clown cars. Exactly. Now that this is all wrapped up after like working on it for over a year, how do you feel about the comic? Um, very pleased. You know, I think it was very well received by the my audience. You know, and I think that like it's it's a lot to ask for people that I'm like, all right, everybody, I'm into clowns now, or I'm doing a clown comic. I hope you're all on board for that, despite no establishment from prior interests and i think that like a lot of people like this comic just because it's not more so like a clown comic but more like just a character comic you know it's a very much a interesting situation with interesting developments and that was my primary focus with this comic as i was doing it i'm ace i like don't really look at stuff and like get the sexual gratification so it's hard for me to imagine how this will go for people because sometimes when you really pin down uh, like a new fetish like that, I can turn people off. But just from what I've seen and the openness and how you just described it, I imagine, yeah, like even if you're not into the clown thing, it can still be a very enjoyable read. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what I was trying to go for with the entirety of it. And I feel like um, I had a lot of fun with this comic. There's definitely a lot of things I got to do, which I probably couldn't do in like other things. Um, And I just really had fun with this. This comic has been a sort of like, like a little um avanti project that's also like it's been very beneficial to my mental health you know like uh 2020 was a very rough time of all of our lives and i wanted to do something that was uh very lighthearted and would sort of like you know bring a smile to everyone's face and 
just gets people interested. And I feel like I definitely accomplished it with this comic. Yeah, it's it's very great. It's a lot longer than uh, most of your other works. I'd say. I mean, not as long as Shapeshifter, but it's it's t- a total of forty two pages. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I think it's great. And I mean, you have so much other things going on, too. If someone isn't into the clown, if it's like really turn you off, you're you're always working on like, I feel like five things at once. (laughs) Boy, do I know that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. I I don't need to be telling you. Uh, Do you want to tell everyone listening about like your other stuff and and what's going on in the expanded lemon verse? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I just want to like, I guess anyone's depending on when this uh comic uh or when this episode comes out uh i just want to make a formal announcement that like i am <laughs> going to be like you know stepping away from doing like more nicholas comics i guess for the at least foreseeable future i may be like i got one planned but i've just like gone back to back with these uh pages right now so i'm just taking a slight break with uh nicholas shenanigans and i feel like i can definitely make a confident return to um updating more of my um primary works now oh yeah we gonna see some more shapeshifter coming yes definitely that's um i feel like uh i wasn't in the right mental headspace to be approaching a shapeshifter but um working on nickels has definitely like uh, helped with that now and i definitely feel a bit more confident in myself and my artistic capability to uh approach that um series with the respect it deserves yeah when she- uh, you know, as a fan of the series myself, like I think I started reading that in 2013. Uh, yeah, for everyone at home, if I, if we reach April <laughs> this year um, and I haven't finished Shapeshifter already, it'll be 10 years since I started. Dang. But <laughs> I just want to say as a as a big fan of it myself, uh, I, I mean, I've mentioned it on the show several times, like Nymphomercial wouldn't be here if I didn't stumble onto Shapeshifter almost 10 years ago. I, I'm glad you're you took the break for for not only like your own well-being as, as important as that is, but like also to not just like shoe in the ending or or anything because we're getting there to the the final parts of this series so it's you know great to see that you're just doing what's what's best for it and you and taking your time and then going to return to it oh yeah definitely i think i got like really nervous because like i don't know if it's just me but i felt like a lot of um like ips or media properties uh came back to give their definitive end <laughs> this uh last year like the i saw the last evangelion movie last year and there was that fourth matrix film and stuff so yeah like i got <laughs> i got a bit kind of like cautious about like hmm, am i really doing the right ending here you know <laughs> and i got like very nervous about like the anticipation of uh, finishing a, a very well-beloved series so I definitely feel now that I'm a bit more prepared to um, finally finish it. Well, if you ever need someone to to gas you up, just get in VC and I'll just like say how much I love the series for like three hours. Exactly. But we'll make sure that's not helium because that's a very short supply. <laughs> yeah, right now. yeah. I'm no nickels. I can't produce an infinite <laughs> supply. And you just get milkium. So milkium. Yeah. Why does that sound like a cryptocurrency? I was just oh, thinking no. that. <laughs> I've become a crypto <laughs> nympho no. coin. Oh gosh. 
well, uh, I do want to say, Lynn, I appreciate uh, all the things you've invested into your comics. And thanks for coming on to, to share the love and behind the scenes of this great work. Oh, of course, this was very um, this is a pleasure for me and I enjoyed every minute of it. Oh, good, good. Oh, oh, where can people find your stuff? I mean, everything's linked in the show notes, but like you Tell should them. say it too. Tell the people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find any of my stuff on www.lemonfontcomics.com. I know sometimes it's a bit behind, but that's my New Year's resolution this year. I will be much more thorough in updating it and all that sort of stuff. So please look forward to all that there. You can find all my contacts there. I'm mostly on Twitter where I shitpost a lot of the time at <laughs> twitter.com slash lemonfont. And if you just want just the art, you just do twitter.com lemonfont1. Just the, the numerical one. Don't you also sometimes stream drawing somewhere? Uh, yes, I do also stream drawing. I usually announce on my Twitter when I'm uh, doing that uh, sometimes, but it's at picardo.tv slash lemon font. Cool. I, I've missed every time, but I'm, I'm determined to, to make it at some point. Oh, don't worry. You're not missing much. There's more like me doing a couple lines than just going off and playing video games while the stream's still running. <laughs> <laughs> do you stream you know, like, the I, gameplay? uh no 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 like i just i just get distracted easily like my work process is just boring to look at you know like i'll draw a line and then i'm like hmm that's enough for today what's on my youtube subscriptions <laughs> subscriptions you know yeah hmm. I'll, I'll have to judge for myself but um for uh all the rest of you good luck on your erotic endeavors honk honk bye Imagine Dragon D's nerds! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>